Good evening, and welcome to Dynasty Typewriter. Who's excited for comedy film nerds? Great. We hope you had time to visit the lobby and grab one of our carefully curated flavors of LaCroix and some of our Ding Dang Dynapop, recently named Best Popcorn on the West Coast by Popcorn Magazine and featuring our award-winning popcorn topping bar. How do you top your pop? That's a catchphrase we made up. We're also a proud distributor of Lint Premium Chocolate. Lint, what's your Lint story? Ours is that we distribute it. FYI, this announcement is not pre-recorded. And to prove it, today's date is... December 12th. It is currently... 8-11. And the weather outside is... Pretty dang delightful. See? Just a quick reminder, there's no photography or filming in the showroom. No. So please put away your phones. Turn your GoPro helmet to airplane mode and stash it under your seat. Let the outside world melt away. And enjoy your time at Dynasty. Now, with no further ado, give, give it up, up for Comedy Film Nerds! If this goes well tonight, we should probably make it a regular thing. <laughs> every 10 years, we, yeah, sh- we close yeah, up shop? So, yeah. Or we should, yeah. every 10 years, come back here. It's part of the plan. And do Absolutely. a show where we quit. Well, guys, yeah. Oh, that's the quit podcast. We'll do that, yeah. Every 10 years, we come to this place, and we do the show, and see how many of our guests are dead. <laughs> wow. That'd be like a really morbid podcast reunion. <laughs> well, well, I thought we had we you know we were talking this morning today about like final stuff for the show, and we yeah. had a miscommunication. I thought this was going to be a mass suicide, and <laughs> I no, got, no, I bought I bought poison. I yeah. did everything, and oh no, you read the email right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just sleep, fans. Yes, yes. Just sleep. Has um, everyone gotten a bag of popcorn? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just eat it. Breathe yeah. it. Breathe it in. Um, well, first of all, we can't thank you guys enough. It's 10 years. It's been amazing. And you guys, some of you know, we were complaining about getting here. Um, we were late because of the traffic. And then I was thinking, I think some of these fucking people flew in for this show. Yeah. And we're complaining that we're stuck for 15 minutes on the Wilshire Boulevard. Well, it took me an hour 40. So, I mean, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, flight yeah. travel is a little better. How many people uh, flew in? Oh, my God. Wow. Where? Where'd you fly in from? Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah. Holy shit. Have you ever been to see a city before? Is there weird, like, <laughs> hi, how yeah. are you? Now. Did you? Did they valet your horse? <laughs> okay, where else, who else flew in? Where? Your young lady. Yes. Dallas? Oh, okay, oh, cool. Right. And you, sir, in the back? Nashville? Hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right here? Yeah, Pennsylvania. Philly. Oh! Yep. Paul from Philly. Yep. Um, who, that's his legal name. You know, um, 
This I makes still a have lot your Batman sense. shirt that you gave me. This makes a lot of sense. Um, 90% of our fans are not in L.A. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> L.A. fans are the worst. <laughs> um, who else? Who else flew in? Indiana. Yay! Erin from Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> She's in here, bud. Stop. Bill, where did you fly in from? <laughs> you drove? Well, the 101 is pretty gnarly. Yeah. Uh, up front? Denver, Denver, Colorado. Wow. Okay. Who else? That was it? Oh, the people up front. We flew in. Everyone, oh, I want to show up late. I live in L.A. Um, <laughs> but no, really, thank you so much for flying in, all of you. That was really, really, really cool of you to do that. This is a, this is a really, you know. And thank you for taking pictures. You know, thank appreciate you. it. That's uh, nice. Paul, right? Yes. Dude, see, I remembered. what's up? Mm-hmm. You, we would yeah. always wear your Star Wars shirts. Yeah. You guys, I was, I was like, oh, I should wear... I was gonna bring like I was like I could I was gonna do like fifteen costume changes, but I was just like I can't I can't do it. Like a so podcast been, share. Yeah, well we've been I was gonna wear all these different Batman shirts and <laughs> my my Batman onesie. Everything I did, I did underneath I did because um Shriekfest because uh Oh nice um, Denise is in Florida, so she Oh right on. She could have flown in like these nice people. Right. But uh yeah. <laughs> Some guy can come from Wyoming on a horse and buggy, I but know, she can't get Jesus, on a plane. You know, the airplane isn't alive. <laughs> okay. Um, so no, we've already got yeah. gifts. My my attorney brought me that box of chocolates, but I didn't want to open it because he'll charge me. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah he said, yeah, we will. Yeah. yeah, he's got the fucking billable hour thing. Yeah. You son of a yeah. bitch, Graham. Yeah. Um, and I wanted any th- truffles quarter hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't eat the truffles. Uh, but uh, I wanted to thank Jamie Flam here at Dynasty Typewriter. Give him a round of applause. Yes. Him and Vanessa. Um, he snuck up on me before the show like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it was like uh, I, you know, you didn't. Never, I was been here for like thirty minutes, didn't see him, and then uh, you walk on stage and you go, "Hi, Jamie." I turn around, and he's like right fucking there, well, like he, he came out of a trap door. He died six years ago. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how this theater was built. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have a fantastic. I'm so cold. It is so cold. It's always <laughs> weird with him. Um, so we're gonna. We've got. A thousand guests. A thousand guests, but we have. Um, is that okay? Good. I didn't want to make sure that went on the screen because I might get a weird email in the middle of everything. Um, but I uh, no fuck you. Um, <laughs> Medicare for all. No, anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't bring up. Chris gets mad when I bring no. up politics. I can't. I can't bring it up. Um, so the first video we wanted to show um, is the this this great movie. That Chris was in. We want to celebrate Chris and I's acting. Um, This exists. We didn't make this for the show. If you guys remember PodFest, you may recognize this movie. Yeah, this is a little movie called... Well, if you're from Japan, you might remember this movie called SWAT vs. Devil. Or Asylum. Let's play that, ladies and gentlemen. I'll keep talking until the clip. This is us. Crunch time. So he says, I don't know, but every time I fuck my wife, the garage door goes up. <laughs> hey, Linda, Linda, get in here. Linda, this is your game. Dean Haglund, ladies and gentlemen. Office. Now, as you know, our owner's on a walkabout in Australia, so as the VP, I'm in charge of production. And I say remove this production of Albania. We have all the pre-production in Louisiana. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know, but Yergi makes an excellent point of why we should shoot in Albania. Yergi? Is cheaper. See? <laughs> now sell the sizzle. Sell the sizzle. 
Chances of being mauled by a wild animal? Very low. We have a new program. Come on. You are the line producer of this organization. You're a critical part to this whole machine. I need you to be on board with this, because if you're not... I'm not on board with this at all. Well, fuck you. We are <laughs> shooting in Bulvania. Plus, we have much diversity. We have both bald white men and we have women. Just no vans is superstition. Superstition? That was amazing. Thank you, thank you. Snubbed by the Academy again. Uh, you know, every time I tell people, no, that came out from Lionsgate, and it's uh, available on Amazon, iTunes, and all of these other uh, outlets. People don't believe me, and I don't believe it either. If there's one movie you should bury, it would be that one. So, yeah, the, the, most of you know the story, but Chris, if there's anyone here who has, does, is new or just watching, yes. doesn't know the story of this movie, Asylum. So it's tell us insane. I sold a, um, a horror script, an actual horror script, about a SWAT team that investigates demonic possession in an insane asylum to an After Dark Pictures. They sent the production to Bulgaria, threw away my script, didn't tell the production company, and then delivered an hour and a half of unwatchable footage. And then they called me to fix it. So I said the only way I could do it is make it a comedy and like an office type thing to show how a horror company ruins a movie. And they said, okay. <laughs> so there is a movie now that exists that has a bunch of bald Bulgarian actors well, pretending on, to be on, SWAT machines. The studio said you can't make fun of Bulgaria. So that, yes. <laughs> so Chris, if you listen closely, they're saying Bulvania. Yeah. They had to make up a country. Yeah. So yeah. Chris, in fact, is doing a spot on Bulvanian accent. Yes. Yeah. Like, if you close your eyes, you're right yeah, in downtown exactly. Bulvania. I like, mean, it's, it really is. I had to immerse myself in the culture <laughs> just to really get it right. And <laughs> so, so there is a movie that exists that has um, me, Dean Haglin from The X-Files, um, Mike Schmidt, some other comedians, and uh, Stephen Rhea from The Crying Game, and a bunch of bald Bulgarian actors trying to do American accents and a bunch of scenes missing. That's actually part of the movie. There are literally scenes missing because they didn't want to pay for the stock footage of a van driving down a fucking road. So I fixed it. I made this cool like uh, mystery science theater movie and like where the editors were yelling at the footage and then we did these behind the scenes shots and then they, it was supposed to be called Death of a Horror Movie. They never rebranded it. They released it as Asylum so the only people that would know it was a comedy were the people that listened to our podcast. So on Amazon, there's all these one-star reviews going, this horror movie fucking sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. The horror movie fans are, rightfully so, angry at being duped. And then a fan of ours saw this in Japan, and they renamed it SWAT versus Devil. Yes. And they showed, they gave me the DVD, mailed me the DVD, and every, no matter what country this movie gets released in, all the cover art has nothing to do with the film. <laughs> so it is quite an experience. I actually just got a residual check from this movie for foreign rights. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. So I just made eight dollars. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But now, now, what does that translate to in Bulvanian currency? Yeah. What is that? It's uh, eight thousand rupees. <laughs> rupees. 
<laughs> uh, I was going to play this later, but I think it makes sense now. So let's show uh, my acting in a, a critically acclaimed martial arts movie called Martial Arts Kid, starring Don the Dragon Wilson, ladies and gentlemen. You got two minutes, and then I call the cops. <laughs> you know, Chris, for me, it's about process. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I had to get inside that security guard yeah. and really know what it was like. What to, was his backstory? You know, Chris, that was great. He, he came from a lot of torment. And <laughs> that's why he wore a white shirt too tight. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... 15 years of martial arts training right there, bitches. Yeah. Uh, that's how I opened that door. <laughs> yeah, and that guy with the braids, actually, TJ Storm, is, is, a, is an amazing uh, martial artist. He does a lot of mocap, and uh, he's done stunt coordination. He even has a, his own movie out called, like, The Scorpio or something like that, and he was one of my martial arts instructors. So he taught me how to talk firmly to guys <laughs> and tell them, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, so, it, it shows. Yeah. That's, yeah, you know, that's storm acting. <laughs> Again, snubbed by the Academy. Yeah. Um, all right, let's bring our first... We have to. We have to. We, 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 <laughs> the show's going to go until four in the morning. Yeah. Um, we're going to bring so, them know, out two at a time. Two at a time. And just so everybody knows, when the show's over, we're going to just have a party here. Uh, Dynasty has graciously brought wine. There's Comedy Film Nerds merch, which literally, take whatever you want, put some money in a jar if you feel so inclined. Absolutely. Uh, the pay what you think is fair. It's um, odd-sized shirts, but there's lots of... Uh, uh, DVDs and some CDs and all sorts of stuff. Just grab what you want. Don't feel guilty about it. Chris yeah. literally does not want that in his garage no. anymore. So no. that's it's not a sales pitch. He no. literally needs some space for his new foosball table. So, uh, no, board game table. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it has cup holders. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a <laughs> And he forgot to bring the gargoyle. I did. So, sorry. Yeah. I know. A fan I was going to like, bring the gargoyle. And he, I know. I'm sorry. I brought the Bane shirts instead. So, <laughs> so if you want a double small Bane yeah, yeah. shirt, we yeah. got that. Too. I'll fold it into a gargoyle. <laughs> uh, yeah. If somebody could origami a gargoyle, yeah. that would be really fantastic. Uh, so, all right. Let's bring our first two guests. Yes. Do, um, let's do it. Do you uh, remember two, who they were? I do remember who they were. Two guys who've been on the show numerous times. Uh, we love them both and very funny. Please welcome from stage and screen, Rick Overton and Kevin Avery, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Should be a microphone right Don't here. Don't sit on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a professional. Yeah. Wow. With a cup of wine in his hand, so that yeah. might explain the and microphone. And you've got a microphone, and you've got a microphone. Yeah. 
Well, guys, thank you so much. Thank you. It's always thank a you. great time when you guys are on the uh, on the show. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say. You know, podcasting is really, really great because everything could be either broad or hyper, hyper focused. And uh, Kevin, what's the name of your podcast? Uh, it was called Denzel Washington is the Greatest Actor of All Time, period. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Avery and W. Kamau Bell. <laughs> I just want, uh, Dax, are we recording this? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Fuck. I was just like, oh, God. It's the key to a podcast. It's a podcast, right? bro. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That was a flashback <laughs> to our first two weeks in the office. <laughs> you should have seen him when he was flying for an airline. Are you sure? Hey, did yeah. we check for fuel? <laughs> <laughs> and then the pilot goes, "It's a plane, bro." That would be yeah. great. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. So, Rick, what what movies have you seen? Anything seen recently that you're excited about? Well, I saw The Irishman. Mm. Ah, yeah. In one sitting? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did it in one sitting. I did wow. The Long Godfather in one sitting. Wow. Wow. Ooh. How yeah. much weed did that take? It took a male adult diaper, is what it took. Because <laughs> I have a, this size of a bladder, but. Uh, you put the I'm weed not... in the diaper? Is that how That was it. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. that's my secret. Yeah. So it's like a sponge. You just absorb the weed right through your through butthole. Through my testicles. Or... That's yeah. right. And through the okay. butthole. They say that's the racehorse entry point there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and um, what did Sean Connery think of the movie? Well, uh, it's just sad to see certain people get older. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sure. Where's the computer making my head all young and tight and shiny? <laughs> I want to be young and shiny. <laughs> Except they, could, they didn't really computer shrink the right shape of De Niro's head. Still kind of box shaped, a little box shaped, maybe. Maybe a little bit still box shaped. I'm younger, I'm younger, I'm a young guy, but I'm still like the old guy younger. Because the original De Niro was like a really skinny, he had like an oval-shaped head. And then he got a... And the computer guy's going, I can't keep doing Captain America for this the entire time. We just don't have the budget to shrink his entire body. <laughs> All right. So now I, I got to ask just this just my because, opinion on yeah. it, but I thought they did a fine job, you know? Because it's, you know, I look at it also from the CGI, from the team working there, all the four cashews. The poor cashew people that are just the entire click, click, click the entire time. They get no credit for all the work they did trying to pull a wrinkle out of an eye. Why are they called cashew people? Because they're shaped like a cashew over the oh, board like oh. this. You know? I was like, what the hell did that mean? I've never was heard I of the that only one, or was everybody the like, oh, we know it. Wait a minute. The curvature people oh, that are all working We on have it. VFX people in the audience right now. Todd, is that true? Yeah. <laughs> he seemed to take offense at it. Hello, yeah. Todd. Arms folded. <laughs> I feel your pain, and I do your yoga. So, yeah. Uh, so, now, did the, did the length bother you after watching it, like, all the way through, or did you think, you know what, I need to break this up over five nights? Uh, no, I just thought it uh, didn't need to be as long as it was, but it is the telling of Jimmy Hoffa's story and a lot of details in it, you know, and... Uh, they must have just got a deal on the camera equipment, just fucking roll, put the chip back in and roll. It's not film anymore now. I remember when they had to wait for film to come back and there'd be the guy at the airport. It didn't make the flight for the dailies and everyone's hung up at lunch. And now it's just the size of a saltine. Click, 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 click. It's free. Put it back in. 
Wow. It makes all that noise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the only impression, that's the only applicable impression I have in the 21st century. Oh. No one gives a shit about Connery. Now it's just the... That's it. I thought you were doing an impression of Michael Winslow downloading an SD card. <laughs> wow, I didn't know they did that. Well, I like that there's a clicking in your SD card download. Yeah. Like, a little, like it's a clock, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm 3 poing it and right, yeah. R2-ing it up. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. Kevin, what have you seen recently? I'm trying to remember, I, and this is weird because normally I, you know, but I, I've been busy streaming stuff. So I've just been all about The Mandalorian and Watchmen. Ah. Yes, and that's you know, understood. Are you excited for the new Star Wars? You know I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, do you remember when we, like, when you asked me to do, not the last one, but the one before, and I couldn't, before you, the, I finished the email, I was like, so so you're one of the most. I, I, you're one of the most unique like uh, guests we've had. Like we've known Rick from doing stand up forever. You literally just emailed me out of the blue. Like I listened to your show. I know you don't know me, but I really want to come yeah, on and talk about this. It was you were a huge fan, which was awesome. And you were like, you were working on. Were you working on John Oliver at the time? I think I was. Yeah. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, I, I was in town. I was back in L.A. Yes. And I, I was like, I got to do the. I, I, got, I have yeah. shit to say. Yeah. <laughs> So then, anytime and Graham I would, made you submit a reel, that was weird. yeah. I was not cool well, with that. You don't I was know. not cool with that shit. You don't know. Maybe he's from Wyoming. I don't know yeah. what kind of. But no, then you would from that point on. You were one of the people who would just. There was only a handful who would just text me. I need to talk about Graham. What am I? Yeah. I'm talking about. And I'd Listen, be like, you got it. I'm not in therapy. This is how I work shit out <laughs> with you guys. This is it for no. me. I have to. I have to get it all out. So uh, yeah. All right. So well. Now, Mandalorian's a good thing to bring up because each episode has been a different film for the most part. Yeah, a little bit. But it, I, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it was... I think I heard a lot of people kind of going, well, I don't know, what is this in the first episode? Mm -hmm. And then little by little, it's, people, it's kind of ratcheted up, you know, and by the third episode, everyone's like, I'm on board, I'm into the... You know, yeah. so it just... I don't know. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm deeply invested in it. I'm really excited about what's going to go. I don't know about this new thing about releasing an episode a week. Do you think that's going to catch on? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, th I think it's bullshit. I think that what these kids are doing now is just it's some old bullshit. Who does that? I've never heard of that in my life. Once a week? Yeah. Hell no, it'll never last. <laughs> is this like the coming full circle, like... Gen Yers are like, oh, these millennials are, or Gen Xers, they just binge watch everything and they don't appreciate it. We take it one at a time. Is that it? No one fucking agrees with me on that at all. Can I just say? That was the biggest stonewall I've got. I was just enjoying gotten. your impression. People flew uh, here to go, nah. <laughs> I just like your impression of millennials as curmudgeon -y old men. Like, nah, I'm a millennial. <laughs> Off my lawn, too. You're a Jeff Dunham puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to swipe left yeah. on you, sonny. <laughs> Um, all right, I just well, want to say, the reason that they're doing that back to week to week again is because everyone's taking the first free week and binging it and not doing the rest of the subscription. Right. No, and it's also, too, I think, I think Netflix has realized this. We've talked about it on the show of how people just are burning through their content so quickly that yeah. they, they're like, man, maybe we should slow this down, and, and that's why they're going back to this model. And I remember 
when I first started going into the Netflix, it was binging stuff. I really liked it. And then, like, the last season of Mad Men, I was literally watching it week to week, and I went, you know what? I actually kind of like this anticipation, yeah. like, the old days, and it really made it good versus just, like, you know, 72 hours of just clockwork oranging yeah. myself and yeah. just, like, yeah. and then just being like, oh, what year is it? <laughs> yeah, because what happens is when you when you can just, when it's all sitting there, I think you feel like, I could just watch this, and, it, like, you don't feel the need to continually keep up with mm. it. I'm trying to watch The Affair. I'm trying to, to catch back up How with The Affair. That? It's grueling. It's people making horrible decisions and me constantly reevaluating my life because of what they're doing. And it's hard because it's all out at once and I'm just sitting there, I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm also crying and I'm cursing myself and I'm wondering what the, f I do, you know, it's, it's, and I, now I need to be here with you guys getting therapy because of that shit. So it's, I, the week to week thing, you get to stretch it out and relax and breathe in between episodes and discuss it with friends and it's, it's right. nice. Well, what do you guys got going on? What can people go see, check out online? Richard? Uh, I'm uh, at Rick Overton on, uh, or, or a Maryland at uh, Twitter. And um, I was just on NCIS. Yeah. I know. Hey, I like doing dick and the lights go on. And uh, was that your millennial impression? That's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm schmeery. I uh, yeah. And then uh, you can listen to my old podcast. Uh, it was called Overview. I got fifty of them, and there's a lot of uh, comedians and other people, and just a fun interview. Nice. Kevin? Yeah, uh, I'm at Kevin Avery on Twitter, at Kevin Avery Comedy on Instagram. And uh, look out for a show on Fox next year called The Great North. It's an animated show, and I'm um, writing on that show. It's a fun little show with Nick Over... Uh, Nick... Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Nick, Nick. With Nick Overton. Sorry. <laughs> Nick Offerman, uh, Aparna oh. Nicherla, and, and uh, Alanis Morissette's on it, and Dulce Sl All these comedians wow. and folks we know, Jenny Slate... Uh, fun cast, Will Overton. Uh, why do I keep doing this? Every, I want to put you in the show. <laughs> Will Overton, uh, Will Forte. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's called The Great North. It'll be on Fox uh, in 2020, so look out for that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much thank for being so on much. Thank show you guys. so many awesome. times. Yes. Kevin Avery, oh, Rick, Overton. Rick Overton. Thank Bye, you so much. You guys, love you. Thanks, guys. Um, so if... If you're new to comedy film nerds, if you're just listening to this, go into the back catalog and listen to all the episodes those two guys were on because they were fantastic. Yeah, and listen to the other 597 of them too. <laughs> <laughs> no, just those four. Yeah. Um, well, let's keep it moving on. Let's bring out uh, the next two guests. Are one of the guys that, that was on the show early on, and we were on his podcast, and then uh, another comic we've both known for a long time, Jonathan London and David Huntsberger, ladies and gentlemen. Clap it up! Shook hands backstage. I right? know. Yeah. I just stood it because I didn't want to. I'm going to be sitting here for a long time. I was like, I'm going to yeah. stand up and then get a little exercise. Chris did it all weird style. Yeah. You did it all <laughs> Imperial Guard. Like, make it make it a little awkward. Um, so, guys, thanks for uh, coming by. And uh, you guys are one of our uh, first guests on the show, for sure. In fact, I think, Jonathan, we may have even gone to uh, you and your podcast, Geekscape, for some advice. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, as you guys know, Jonathan London has Geekscape, and um, 
Um, that you just have the one, right? I can't uh, remember. Well, you started another one. I though. only it's a host, network. I only host Geekscape, but it's a mm-hmm. network. Okay. And so it started in oh five oh six as a podcast, and then the listeners started being like, "Oh, I'm so inspired. I want to do my own podcast." I was like, "All right." So we just started putting them on the website, and now we have, you know, off and on through the years, we've had about uh, anywhere between five to twelve at a time, oh, and. Cool. Um, and you, it's, it's a nice little network. It's fun. No, you were like when we first started in in '09. You were had already been doing it several years, and you had all this amazing knowledge. You should do this and this and this. Obviously, we didn't take it because he's still going, and we're shutting down. <laughs> yeah. well, um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and like you got to have a uh, you got to have a table at Comic Con every year, yeah. and like oh, like you guys were like the people that came up and uh, ran next to Forrest Gump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just don't have anything better to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Ten years, pretty good. Ten years, yeah. Ten years is awesome, guys. Like mm-hmm. that's huge. Well, thanks. Uh, what movies have you seen? Yeah. Well, um, actually, uh, I'm what movies have I seen? <laughs> I saw. I saw you were doing impressions <laughs> earlier. I'm gonna fi- just filter this one in there and see if anyone can guess it. Throughout, it's a deep dive. What? Wow. That that's is, a deep one. That's oh, a deep Just one cut. of your neighbors? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think when I, when I reveal it, you're like, oh, I can kind of see it. Hey, man, you want to... <laughs> it's not like spot on. <laughs> Do you want a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> okay, of course. I, why, what medium is it? It's just audio. I think that's where you're starting. I think if, I, I'm trying, if I don't look at you, David, then yeah. I will figure this out. So do it some more. All right, well, we talked about it from digital and the difference between that and 35 oh, I, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Robert De Niro and Deer Hunter. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's the yeah. Russian roulette scene. Yes, Yeah, exactly. yeah, they put him in the rat cage. That's what it was. Fun scene. Um, who was it? I'll tell you at the end. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Intrigue, baby. Oh, Keep them no. listening. <laughs> Keep them going. Nice. nice. That's huge. <laughs> um, so, I, like, this is amazing, guys, that you guys did this. I just had Chris on the show to promote yeah, it and Geekscape. talk about um, him making comics. You don't know this, but the guy who made the Geekscape logo is make the, the guy, the artist for Chris's comics. Yes, Fernando. So it's like Fernando all, did your. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. That's, right, he, that's right. He was a Geekscapist, and I needed a logo, and he was the first guy I reached out to. So I, you guys are like family to me, <laughs> and so this is kind of emotional. I actually um, wrote you a song. If you guys really? would like for me to sing a song, I, I would love for you to sing a song. I would, but the we don't have the time. Really Thank you so much, Jonathan London. No, no, no. Um, go ahead. Go. I would actually. I, I mean, I'm. You're being wise because I'm not much of a singer, but I I can't really put much more into words. I'm stumbling, um, but I think I'm, I'm going to need some help. I can do this. So so leave the heckling to the end because this is really hard for me. Uh, is there anybody out there who who can actually sing or play an instrument? Oh, okay. Let's get you because you're up front. Um, come on up. Oh, you have what is that? You have a ukulele. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that seems planned. What a wacky coincidence. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Anybody uh, else travel with an instrument? Anybody else doing that? Okay. Um, if you don't mind, Dave. Uh, oh, she, she, sure. No, no. You stay there. You stay there. But she oh. may need your microphone. If you can be a microphone stand for her. All right. Should, uh, he, should he mic the ukulele I'm, I'm, or? We, we, we have yeah or. I, I can certainly hold a microphone out for someone. Okay, guys. Uh, Meryl Streep. Again, <laughs> this is not easy for me, but I'm going to try. Can you give me like a note? Here, uh, what about a C? <clears throat> yeah, I guess that's a C. Let's do that. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, I'm not a singer, but... 
Comedy film nerds will miss you in the hilarity that you do. From the podcasts to the books, we weren't in it for your looks. But I imagine things grew sore. He'd rather work with Chris Gore. Why would you do that? So I sing to you this song as a way of saying so long. You leave behind an uncontrollable vacuum like a mine car in the temple of doom. But a legacy as great as Kong, that beautiful ape. So to your audience, I offer solution, as sad as it may be. When you miss the comedy film nerds, and I'm gonna miss you guys, subscribe to Geekscape and listen to me. <laughs> and it doesn't get much sadder than that. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Heidi Cox, everybody. Beautiful. The beautiful Heidi Cox. What do you guys think? You knew her name? I wow, do. Yeah, that's I do. crazy. Because she looks a lot yeah. like the woman you introduced as your girlfriend backstage. Yeah. <laughs> that was. You work fast. Yeah. And I got to yeah. tell you, Jonathan, fucking always be promoting. God bless yeah. you. <laughs> always get a plug in. Yeah. I don't care if it's a funeral. I'd, <laughs> I'd sell merch at a funeral. You know what I mean? Like, Another great lesson. A great lesson. Like, yeah. we all missed Larry. And so why much would, the one should, that we take all credit cards. Why shouldn't major. funerals have tip jars? <laughs> <laughs> That's my little special brand of dirt. Just to mm-hmm. like, all right, guys. Um, you guys are welcome in whatever you guys do to come on Geekscape. Of Thank course. you. And I only, I only really see Graham at the Geekscape booth at Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> well, reach out, dude. I'd gladly come on your. Yeah, show. no, whatever, whatever books, whatever you got, things. You're if you do another kung fu movie, for sure, like come <laughs> by. <laughs> the security guard returns. We would love to promote that baby. <laughs> I'd be like, hey man, he's signing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the security guard. <laughs> hey, no skateboarding here. <laughs> security guard too. And of course, we're, we're going to add your podcast, Dave. So, or, or not, Dave. Whatever character that was, <laughs> which will be revealed soon. So, Dave. Also, we did want to mention Dave has the Space Cave podcast. Oh okay. yeah. And uh, so, Dave. All right. What movie was that from? What movie is from that song? No, the, uh, <laughs> the you were doing. <laughs> oh, I'll nightmares. tell you then when you're sending us. Does anyone have a guess thus far? It's not a popular impression. I've never heard anyone do it. Thought I'd unveil it here yeah. at the final. A theater full Co- of film fans have no idea. Wait, da- yeah. <laughs> Dave, can you give us a refresher on the voice? A t- a I, have, I honestly haven't directed a, a ton of films. Well, that's oh, the director. The director. That's well, the director. So clue folded into that one. Oh, okay. Have not directed a is whole lot of films. Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> is, I don't remember well, Don Knotts re- doing yeah. a lot of directing. But yeah. It's in that, I, it's I in think that it's range. Noah Baumbach. Except oh. he'd be yelling, I want to kill you. It's Kevin Spacey in the Garden of Good and Evil. <laughs> oh, no. Is this a movie that came out this past year? Because I, I was going to say Harriet. Well, I didn't. I'm, I'm not a, a much of a character, honestly. <laughs> this is just gonna keep everyone. Guys, I'll just. Uh, guys, he, I, he, he, wanna hear some, he was one of your early guests. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, are you throwing your geek dirt on me, motherfucker? Not on my watch. Um, I really like. It's more. I'm more confused now than when you started. 
I told you at the beginning when you hear it, you go, oh, I can kind of see it. Oh, it's asylum. <laughs> <laughs> can oh, I mention? Right. <laughs> it's somebody that was like in suburban Bulvania. They have a yeah. little by the by the Sweden border. Uh, can I tell you guys some movies I, I have seen? Yes. If you yes. want to talk yes. about one Let's of them, mm-hmm. feel free. Here are like four or five movies that I think were just great recently. As characters in the movies. <laughs> As, oh, God, that would go terribly for the first one. I really enjoyed Harriet. Not going to do any impressions from any of those characters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cross Harriet off the list of guesses. Um, uh, Parasite, terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, I thought was really good. Yeah, yeah that's um, great. I really enjoyed uh, My Name is Dolomite. Dolomite oh, is my name. Yeah. That's that a great awesome. movie. So that awesome. If you haven't seen that, please watch that. It is hilarious. Eddie Murphy's fantastic. Wesley Snipes not as good, but... You didn't think so. <laughs> Wesley Snipes was awesome. You thought <laughs> he was But he was great? Wesley Snipes. He's, he was like all over the place. I he ran into like Wesley 20 Snipes different things. Uh, at a restaurant, and I asked him to come on the podcast... Or even, you know, I do a lot of running, so I asked him to come running with my running group, and he goes, man, I don't do that anymore. I was like, but I just saw Expendables 3, you look like you're in shape. And he goes, no, man, the only thing I was running for in that one was a paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good Wesley Snipes. And I was like, what about ice skating uphill, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) It's a line from Blade. (laughs) Just pre-MCU. Still canon in my book. (laughs) Still canon. <laughs> uh, and then Arctic. That's an older one. Okay. I thought overlooked last year. Um, Bad Times at El Royale and and Arctic. I think is this year. Right. That's a Mads, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen yes. gets Yeah. Up. Mads yeah. Mikkelsen. Oh man. If you if you only like movies that people say like Commander and Captain. If like that's kind of how your brain <laughs> operates. Not a slight in any way. Some people are just like I need that kind of pew pew kind of action. Security guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Secure them. Yeah, you won't like Arctic, but if I'm, you really like an emotive kind of like oh shit, like you're right there with them, it's so good. I'm sad that Booksmart's getting like kind of forgotten because it came out in like Booksmart May. Booksmart was June. so good, man. Booksmart was awesome. I think Olivia Wilde directed the hell out of the movie. Mm-hmm. It had some really beautiful yeah. sequences you didn't expect from a movie that everybody was comparing to Superbad. I mean, yeah. I, you, no. you, it seems like the Golden Globes. It's almost like only like 80 people vote or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that scene, uh, not to give too much away, but there's like an encounter, a first sexual encounter. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that is going to be looked back on like, oh, that was the first time that really happened in a way that seemed authentic. Where if you're right. in that space growing up, you would see that, oh, shit, okay, don't do that. Oh, I probably did that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's late. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we got to move it along, but boys, would tell everybody where they can go find your whatever you're doing and follow you online. <clears> to for, or well, I'll give it away now then. See, the, when we were making Breaking Bad and we were shooting oh, out... That's Vince Gilligan? Believe it. That's yeah. Vince no. Gilligan. Wow. Yeah, that's how he sounds. That's right. Wow. I've heard him. <laughs> and I thought El Camino was good. I yeah, I loved yeah. El Camino. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I loved El Camino. But yeah. that's why I did that and I, I wrote on uh, Hancock. I haven't directed a lot of feature films. <laughs> that actually does sound like Vince Gilligan. <laughs> he sounds way different than you think. That's, yeah. Listen to this and then listen to Vince Gilligan. Yeah, it's pretty... 
That was that was that was amazing. Now you all have homework. <laughs> the podcast lives on. Yeah. And the good thing is, anybody who's listening to this on audio form doesn't think that's not Vince Gilligan. Yeah. Right? No, they just yeah. went, oh god, they got Vince Gilligan on this show. Yeah. yeah. We've had a lot of big names. So you're saying it does sound relative? Yes. Absolutely. And all if right. you're listening at home, yes, Sean Connery was here. <laughs> uh, Vince yeah. Gilligan was here. And a yeah. tone deaf singer. Yeah. And it's awesome. <laughs> So where can people find you online, or what shows you got going on? Jonathan, first? Uh, Geekscape, geekscape.net. Okay. We have, if you search Geekscape on a podcast, you'll find my podcast and a ton of other Geekscape podcasts from horror to wrestling to TV and all that stuff. But um, I'm at Jonathan London on Twitter and at geekscape.net on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I'm online on the thing. You can find all of them through davidhunsberger.com. I'll be in stand-up dates, et cetera. And I will be here at the Dynasty Typewriter January 26th, and I haven't been telling too... I don't want to give away what I'm making, but since this is a film podcast, I'm shooting this thing where a guy is in like a, an abandoned warehouse, and he's wearing a VR headset, and then he envisions that he's in this beautiful theater performing stand-up in front of a ton of people. And so on the 26th, I'm filming that part of the thing, and it really is critical that I have a full theater of people. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in town and would like to be a part of that, I would love it. I would really appreciate the support. So that's January 26th. You can get tickets and more info at DynastyTypewriter.com or DavidHunsberger.com. Dave, how do you know you're not in that now? That's true. It feel, It's so warm and lovely in here. It just feels yeah. like so altered realistic. reality. It's so realistic. What, you're what, being color accepted. Did, what color pill did you take? <laughs> But oh, there's no pill, man. Yeah. It's the goggles, man. You know what? Before I get off stage, I, I need you guys to answer this question. What the fuck would have happened if Keanu had taken both pills at the same time? Because I would have been like, candy! And I would have been like, whoa! Dude, that's a great that's a question. Because if somebody offers me like stuff like that, I'm just like, yeah, party! Yeah. Wait, but isn't he still in the Matrix at that point? Well, I, I think, know. you know what? That's a great question. I think that's what happened when the Wachowski brothers... Wrote the siblings, second, third siblings. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they took poop pills and then. And that was it. They hey, made they rolling those. Let's pills. write a movie that uh, has nothing to do with the first one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have to, we have have to be really weird... quiet. The machines yeah. will hear us. Anybody want to rave? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. rave yeah. in the yeah. middle yeah. of the first ten minutes into the second wow. movie, I was you, like, you and would, that does it. You know what would be really ballsy? Making it forty minutes long. That rave scene. I remember uh, people I was going with, uh, it was like a bunch of friends. We all went to see it. One guy went to the bathroom. He came back and went, is the rave, the rave still happening? <laughs> <laughs> I hope like, Rick Overton is selling those diapers for how long this show is going to go to. <laughs> <laughs> the machines will hear us unless we dance. <laughs> John and the right. London, David Hosberger, Thanks so ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, fellas. Great Thank job. You. Ten Thank great years. Song. Thanks for Thank having me. Thank you guys. so much, guys. Thank you, ukulele. You know, at this point, we don't even know how many of the other guests have shown up. Well, Aaron is tech. I'm, that's why I'm looking at my phone. I'm not like, oh my god, Instagram. Like our yeah. producers backstage <laughs> telling me who's who's next. So uh, the next two are um, they've both been on the show. Um, one is a, a woman we've known for a very long time that's helped us. She's a film producer. She does Hollywood shorts. And then the other one. Uh, is your daughter. Ladies and gentlemen. She's here? Yes. <laughs> Kimberly Browning and Isabella Mancini, ladies and gentlemen.
Hey, girls, how's it going? Hey, now. It's good. <laughs> you look good for well, 600, man. I know. <laughs> You're like, cool. like vamp- vampire years. So, now, I got to say, um, if you guys remember listening to spoiler apps with my daughter, it was stuff like uh, Wreck-It Ralph. And what was the other one that we did? Oh, remember. Remember it was it might was it it could have been a frozen one maybe uh, the first frozen I don't remember what it was I think it was the first frozen Yeah it might oh, have been Oh yeah I think it was And yeah. but now we just went to see Knives Out together <laughs> So <laughs> So what did you think of Knives Out I loved it it was so good it was so funny Um Captain America was so good Yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, James Bond's in that, too, but you haven't seen any of his movies yet. No, no, I haven't. Because <laughs> your dad won't let you? <laughs> I don't know. No, Can I see that? Of course, okay. yeah. It's just, should you? So, uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> so, Isabel, I want to ask you this question. What was it like having, you know, when we first did the show, we were always in the garage doing it, and then having a dad, like, talking to you about movies at a very young age, because Chris would tell me, like, oh, I took Isabella to this movie. You were, like, eight, nine, and you would have these, like, in-depth conversations about movies, more so than a, that a, a normal kid would have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what was that like? What was that like? Um, it was honestly really interesting. I was really jealous because his job was, like, watching movies, and, like, I wanted to do that for so long, but... It was great. I love it. <laughs> and he knows all the good movies coming out, so that's good because he sees them all. So. Yes, I can. Uh, and uh, parenting is a little easier when you have the IMDb Parents Guide. So we're like, okay, can you see this? Nope, already seen it. Can I see this? Yes, but you shouldn't. Yep, no, <laughs> yes, no, yes. Um, every once in a while we get it wrong, but it's like 99% of the time we got it right. My, uh, my son still sleeps with the nightlight on after scary stories to tell in the dark. <laughs> so every once in a while. But, uh, uh, well, Bella, thank you. I am so proud of you. She's got straight A's in school. Yay. Oh! Yeah. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Now you won't have to worry about her being a comedian podcaster. No, no. It's, uh, you know, she sees what it's like. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I will say this, I, I think I'm right about this, but I think Isabella's the only guest here that has homework tonight. Yeah. No, no, David Huntsberger. Um, <laughs> he's got some work to do. And, uh, so, <laughs> oh, Vince Gillian's in the back, ladies and gentlemen. Drunk on wine and popcorn. Um, so. So, Kimberly, um, we knew you from basically coming up through indie film and stand-up, and uh, you've been in the space for at least four years. I'm guessing it's... (laughs) Again, vampire years. And uh, Kimberly has been um, someone who's been instrumental all ten years behind the scenes. You only heard her a couple times on the podcast, but... You know, you see her name on a lot of the comedy film nerd stuff, like uh, Earbuds, her name is on there. She's one of the Yay. producers. And the uh, film festival coordinator. If you ever have any questions about any film festival ever in the world, you ask Kimberly Browning. If you're Bye, ever guys. producing a movie uh, and you need a production manager, that's the yes. person you would call. Thank you very much. And in fact, uh, we kind of use her sometimes as the enforcer. Like when they're like, oh, somebody wants to make a movie and, you know, the funding seems a little uh, shaky. Why don't they have a conversation with Kimberly and we'll see what's going on. Then I get a call from Kimberly. Nope. So, 
All right, just save me a bunch of time. Thank you. <laughs> we have we have been through some adventures and yes. some almosts. Yes, and a lot of almosts. Yeah, being a dream crusher is, is really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember... It has served us well. Yes. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with you uh, we were in Chicago, and one of the crew guys had like a medical thing, mm. uh, yeah. and we he kind of downplayed it, and then it became a serious issue, and there was right. like a liability, and we we're getting ready to fly to Australia. And I remember being in the remember. parking lot of like a Jewel Osco in Chicago, talking to you, and how many of those? Filmmaker top sure. downs have you done? Like you're like a hostage negotiator, sure. or <laughs> sometimes it is, and sometimes it's it's just such a blessing to be able to be there for that we've all been making our films together for so long, um, and that the program has been able to help so many people. But yeah, I get when Hillary Clinton was talking about that three a.m. phone call, I was like, please, <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you thought it was a good idea to go to Afghanistan. (laughs) I thought I heard it was fun. Um, But I was thinking about you the other day because one of my favorite shorts of the year is this amazing film that we programmed at Tribeca and it won our um, Best Short Doc Award. And it was this great place called Stata Scan that's in Kabul. And they have this complex. And I was like, I can't wait to tell Elwood about this. Um, and And they're teaching girls. They're teaching them. And then in the afternoons, they learn how to skateboard. There's a skate park for girls in Afghanistan? I'm telling you. I, it's, it blew my mind. And it's on its Oscar campaign right now. So it's showing around town. So if you hear about how to learn how to skate like a girl if you're in Afghanistan, go see this short film. It's phenomenal. And I thought about you <laughs> and how far things have come since you were there and the oh. stories that you brought and what a joy that was for us to be able to as comedy film nerds get to take that film out and let people see it and see what you had witnessed. So we're, we're magical beings and, and it's been dope to, you know, I can't oh. wait to see what we do next because we've done some pretty cool stuff. I've That's been so cool. thinking about our last 10 years and how many people's films we were able to, because we were able to cover indie film as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And um, that always has meant the most to me as being part of this family. Yeah. Yeah, Kimberly, oh, yeah, give her a round. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> one of the things you might not know um, well, Kimberly's only been like uh, on an episode or two. So yeah, the in- movies that had black people in them. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, they'd be like, so what are you, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. kidding. Yeah. Kimberly, there's a black movie out. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin you- Avery was busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I did Wonder Woman. I think yes. I did a spoiler yes. for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That yes. was my favorite. That was super Wonder fun. Woman. Yeah. Well, the thing I, why I wanted to say, though, one of the things, like, so many, uh, anytime, not any, but a, a lot of the times we had, like, an indie filmmaker or somebody who, Kimberly found us really cool guests and put us in touch with so many people and then, you know, helped when I left Afghanistan, even though I, I you know, I, I remember another conversation, because I got, I felt a little shunned by the festivals with Afghanistan. And I remember the conversation you had with me mm. as I was like, when we finished earbuds, I was like, I'm not doing any fucking festivals. They're stupid, you know. And that's and he, exactly what he said. That is exactly <laughs> what it sounded like. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and you 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 had this you had this conversation with me. You're like, I know you, like what happened with Afghanistan or whatever, but like, you know, earbuds and and you you gave me this really cool 
uh, com- you know, you talked me, basically, mm. again, talked me down. And then we, we premiered the movie at SF Doc Fest, which yeah. was such a cool experience. And then the Napa Valley Film Festival. One of the best festivals I've ever been to. I mean. It was incredible. I mean, uh, they had a uh, wine pairing with every film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was always a band setting up, like yeah. a dun-dun in the corner yeah. of anything. Yeah. Just yeah. any, like you were doing yoga. They'd have a band and a wine Giant tasting. gourmet dinner yeah. they would yeah. bring us to. It was, it was incredible. I'm and like, I thought oh, it was going to be really... this is where all the money in California is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they have this amazing um, filmmaker retreat. And there weren't a lot of festivals who have this kind of resources. When I worked at LA Film Festival we would take the feature directors away for a couple days before the festival opened. And I, because of everything you had been through, for you to go to that filmmaker retreat and be treated as a director and talk to like you were a director, I thought it was really a really great gift for you at a time I think you really needed it. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you were at this thing of, like, I'm never making a movie again, and filmmakers suck, and... <laughs> and, um, and it would be a detriment to all of us because you see the world through this really cool prism. Um, and the stories that you bring to the world are really important. And so I'm really glad that hopefully that was a shot in the arm for you. It was, And you don't even drink wine. I know. So, yeah, like, I, know. I knew you'd get a lot out of it. <laughs> it was... I drank Graham's wine. I, <laughs> <laughs> Chris was just, like, shoving me out of the yeah, way. Oh, on. a wine pairing. Yeah, yeah um, come on. Uh, no, but I... I yeah, and... and that Coppola's got some shit up here. Let's go. <laughs> maybe he'll give us, yeah, maybe he'll give us some money for our next movie. Yeah. That was, yeah. The, that was my plan all along. It was, yeah, you have these, you have. And didn't we go to Romania? Didn't. Yeah, we went to Romania. Yeah, we went to Romania yeah. Yeah. with one of them. Not yeah. to be confused with Bulvania. Yeah, they're right on the border. Yeah. They're right on the border. The accents are very similar. Uh, but no, that retreat was one of the coolest things because it was all these, they took, you know, uh, 20 narrative filmmakers and 20 doc filmmakers and they had some like workshops and, and then made them fight yeah it was a, it was yeah. a Hunger Games <laughs> and they were a bunch of pussies I clocked them um, <laughs> no it was it was uh, I, I, you, you were so right because again you know it's easy for me to just be, ah, I'm a comedian and I, yeah I've made a couple movies but I'm not a f- and I felt like a filmmaker and I also the first day or two, I was, there was they're introducing all these docs. Oh, I want an Emmy, and I'm a all I make are all these high level docs. And I was like, man, we don't belong. I'm our, our little. And then I was like, oh no, we do. We do belong mm-hmm. here. We did make a great movie, and I'm so proud of it. And to be thought of as that was really because I think you know, Chris and I both talked about this. You start as a club comic, you're always sort of at the kids' table of right. entertainment. Absolutely. You know, like unless these... there's a juggler there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it was really cool. And I and you you've always been sort of like our uh I don't know, the sort of voice film conscience. Yeah, film conscious, <laughs> our voice of reason, <laughs> and you're way dialed into the the indie film world yeah. and sort of kept at least for for both of us, but definitely for me, like always made sure I kept one foot in that world rather than well, just being a road comic. Right I on. mean you running Hollywood shorts for so many years. I remember when I had my short film skins play. Yeah. I mean uh, I God, remember we've meeting, known each other a really yeah. long time. I, I mean, I remember meeting. Uh, that's where I met Joseph Levy, who did George that's Lucas right. in Love. We're still that's friends. Right. We worked on stuff still together. Still do stuff together. And yeah. then I, you know, I also met Jason Reitman yeah. there. He's like he had a short film. Jason there. did some shorts with us. Yeah, when yeah. He was and, first uh, out. Yeah. And it was just like I remember it just being. This is like a great, um, you know, almost like a training ground for filmmakers. Yeah. And it was. It's well, a we really just cool celebrated program. our twentieth season. So. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, but just being able to like be able to be a support system where we could get your wife to 
boss to let us shoot in his house. <laughs> like, you know, so yep. it's, it, we've really pulled off some crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. So more in the future, more in the future. So yeah. any, yeah. uh, any, uh, what do you got coming up, Kimberly? Anything yeah, else? Yeah. So, uh, um, part of what Hollywood shorts does is we, uh, at, I'm the executive producer of a program called HBO Access, which is, yay, hi, <laughs> it's Heidi. <laughs> Heidi's awesome. She's a super, super great storyteller, too. Um, uh, where we develop episodic, um, it's a fellowship for writers of color and women and directors who want to do episodic um, women and people of color. And then through this program, we also develop eight shows a, year, a season four comedies and four dramas <clears throat> that all feature uh, characters you haven't seen on TV that are underrepresented voices. And then three people each season get to shoot their pilot with us. And I, Hollywood Schwartz staffs it. It's a union crew. So we just um, premiered the three pilots that we just did, and all directors are now have just all done their first episode of television. Um, which is really exciting. So it's really dope. <clears throat> so if you have HBO, uh, HBO Go, HBO Now, just go on and search for HBO Access, and you'll see all of the pilots. And if you are a decision maker out there, all of these shows are available. Um, mm -hmm. And so the great thing is HBO funds these pieces, so then these artists can go out and try to get deals on their own. So anybody interested in a great comedy set, in the Spanish language newsroom, the night that Trump was elected, I have the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out really funny. We, I got to premiere two of them at Tribeca, one we just premiered at South by. So just having that ability to impact and really, we're changing lives, people. You know what I mean? And I think that's really representative of the family and the CFN kind of spirit as well, is one of the reasons that I felt like CFN started from day one in the vision that you had is to stop waiting for people to tell you, okay, or yes, or here's some money. And you guys just got, we got in the garage and you guys started just making jokes. <laughs> and, um, and I think that's a real testament to our independent spirit and getting our shit made. And look, everybody's doing it now, right? <laughs> yeah. You guys were vanguards, so super proud that's of you. Kimberly. And so, Bella, what so, homework? Yeah, Beza, Bella, what do you have coming up uh, <laughs> other than finals? Um, <laughs> lots of studying this weekend. Finals, finals, so many. What What's your favorite subject? Um, Don't say the one you think your dad wants to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Math. Math. Yay. Yay. And uh, what if, now you have some dance competitions coming up. Oh, too, right? yes. Um, next year... Um, I have like at least two competitions every month until May. I One think. of them will be on ESPN and Disney World. Yes. One will be soon. Yeah. So. Wow. There, see? <laughs> you got to always be promoting. Always be Didn't promoting. Then you see Jonathan, he brought his girlfriend <laughs> and a ukulele. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I love you, man. I love, love you guys. You guys too. Thank you. And thank we'll you do so more much. work together. Yeah, well, now we have time. Since we're not doing this, we'll have to fill <laughs> yeah, the hours. Yes. More time to make stuff. Now you guys can write me some shit. Let's go. Yeah. All right, done. <laughs> cool. Kimberly Browning, Isabella Mancini, everybody. Thank you, girls.
was adorable. Oh my gosh. Hey, why don't we uh, take a quick break and uh, talk about our Patreon subscribers? Oh wow, that's right. This Some of you are in the audience. Thank you so much. Last time you last, get a read. Last time you get a read. And you know, I'm sorry if I may forget to turn it off, and you might get charged in January. Uh, so <laughs> and February and March. Um, yeah, depending on uh, <laughs> yeah our uh, our budgets. Yeah, for, uh, the next project. Next yeah, project. we'll see. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Rulon from Short Horror Stories for Sale. Is he here, Johnny? Oh, right. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Jesus right, Christ. Guy comes from Wyoming. Nice Rulon Jeez. stays at home like an asshole. Oh, Johnny. Uh, the first is called The Shell. It's a Lovecraftian tale about a neighborhood that loses power and becomes victim to an unknown monster that is waiting in the dark. The second is called She, about a high school held under the dark spell of an evil cult leader. Both are on Amazon Kindle for 99 cents. You could go to happyhorrorshowproductions.com, buy short stories. Sir, I'm going to need you to sit down. Okay. I'm uh, sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was going to go see who the next guest are. I'll be right back. Fanboy I... Planet is a website and a podcast for all things geeky and amazing. Is Fanboy Planet here? Oh, fuck oh, that guy, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. All right. This internet thing is going to be the death of all of us. Uh, <laughs> check out Fanboy Planet for your comics news, your movie news, TV news, and amazing interviews with industry insiders and artists. Fanboyplanet.com. Coffee Over Suicide wraps season two. We're turned 2020. Uh, is Coffee Over Suicide here? Yes. Okay. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> Um, and we'll return in 2020. It's a new home. Uh, with his new home in California, Coffee for Suicide, we'd like to thank everyone at Comedy Filmers for 10 years of excellent service. Cannot wait to see what the future holds. Find out more at coffeeversuicide.com. The Art Podcast with Rebecca Evans. I know you're here, Rebecca. Thank you. Uh, thanks to Comedy Filmers for all the laughter and movie reviews. Look forward to seeing what's next. We move past hesitation. We're true to ourselves. We find our own art and life. Hear inspiring interviews at theartpodcast.com. Uh, Tony McFadden's books, they're now 100% low-carb and high-protein, Aussie noir crime fiction. Uh, is Tony McFadden here from Australia? All right, his loss. Uh, <laughs> uh, head to TonyMcFadden.net slash my books and find something to read, since there'll be no point in going to the movies after CFN closes its doors. Completely agree. Uh, from Andy Bowman, every week on the Geek 101 podcast. Andy Bowman, are you here? What a God fucking dick. It. What's his problem, Bowman? Yeah. Jesus Christ, you couldn't carpool with yeah. Wyoming and Dallas? Yeah. Ariel and Andy get together to discuss, critique, review, and sometimes bicker about the latest in geek news, but not show up for live shows, apparently. <laughs> and uh, become a listener and join the conversation. Listen to the Geek 101 podcast wherever you download your podcast. Jerome Sullivan, the screenwriter. Is he here? I'm going to kick all these people in the yeah. face. <laughs> He's busy writing. Uh, Netflix, HBO, Amazon urge you to go to JCS Screenplays check out the briefs of his completed movie and television scripts uh, check out jcsscreenplays.com and uh, a contemporary classic composer who writes music people actually like congratulations to Comedy Filmers for 10 wonderful years of podcasting davidheinick.com and Scott Gakey, look out for his bourbon from Lodgepole oh, Distilling when it's ready around next summer well, we know he's not here, he's just face down drunk yeah. that's what Gakey is <laughs> Drink, the lat tagline is drink cheap, not shitty. All right. I feel like that's who uh, David was doing an impression of, making moonshine. It was, uh, I feel like that's, uh, Dave, did, did Vince Gillian also make moonshine? Okay. He wow, left. fuck that All guy. Right, yeah. What an asshole. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Will Leonard, Will Leonard, are you here? Will and Katie? I, what the fuck? You know what I mean, Will? I, 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 
You know, I think it's a lot of it. Look, we've given you guys fucking hundreds of dollars over the last couple months. We're not coming to your fucking show. Yeah, they're right. Enough. They're right. They're like, they have a point. They do have All a right. point. All right. <laughs> uh, Will and Katie would like to thank comedy film nerds, fans, and the Audacity Performing Arts Project for, the, for their support of uh, riding to end MS. We would like you to know that she's riding again to Bike MS, Bike Texas, new course from Houston to College Station with a stop in L.A. by the Dynasty Typewriter. Hey, and you still didn't come? <laughs> All proceeds go to help people who are living with MS as well as going to find a cure for this debilitating disease. Go to willthetd.com slash CFN. Um, and uh, the last one you have to read, this is from Scott Gerwitz. Um, this is the Bane accent. Okay, one. okay. But I know uh, Rebecca Evans, you're here, right? She donated a pair at Patreon. The Art Podcast, that's a fantastic podcast. Give her a round of applause, everybody. Yes. Okay, this is from Scott. Okay, this is... All right, uh, do you feel in charge? <laughs> At the Bane Podcasting Network, we'll put you and your lovely, lovely voice in charge of your own podcast. We take podcasting from the corrupt, the rich, the oppressors of generations who have kept you down with the myths of audible.com residuals. <laughs> that one hits a little close to home. Um, <laughs> and we give it back to you, the people. Podcasting is yours. None shall interfere. Do as you please. Without our help, the microphone will betray you. I know you think the microphone is your ally, but you were merely adopted the Seinhauser. I was born with it, molded by it. I'm sound nerds in the audience. Molded by it. I didn't hear the sound check until I was already a man, but then it was nothing to me to be deafening. Take control of the microphone at the Bain Podcasting Network, crashing the internet with no survivors. There it is. Thank right. you so much. So, and one thing I, um, as you guys know, unfortunately, my Kickstarter did not fund. I know. I feel the same way. But I did talk to the team. I wanted to announce to you guys today, we are going to retool it and uh, relaunch it in early next year. And we're going to make the goals a little, we're going to break it up, make it a little bit easier to make the goals. So it will be back next year. So and thank you. And a couple of people that did pledge, and then I didn't get a chance to read their comments. I did want to read them real quick. There's only a, a couple, uh, one of them from Susan Long. I hope in the last hour you get your wish and the project is funded. Uh, Close, but that's okay. We'll get, we'll get it next year. Thanks for all the great movie reviews and movie production insight over the last 10 years. I will truly miss the laugh CFN has given me. Thank you so much, Susan. That's really nice. Uh, Teresa Gesswein Jusino. I'm sure I butchered that name. That's a fake uh, name. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get all you want. I'm proud to support CFN and all related business, no matter what. That is very promising. So we're <laughs> going to call you about a higher tier next time. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Agar, after 10 wonderful years of podcasting with full hope that I would get this lovely book in my grubby little peanut butter covered hands, don't ask, I won't. Um, I would like to say a few words. Kumquat, tiddlywinks, crabapple, McClunky, and thank you. <laughs> so, you know, thanks again. I, you know, I couldn't have gotten that far without the support of you guys and the Kickstarter, but uh, we'll get it done next year for sure. So stay in touch on the, uh, the Twitter feed and on Kickstarter. We'll email you. If you already pledged, you'll get another email when the next one launches. So let me just say personally, thank you so much for the support on that. Yeah, literally, guys, you funded is the comic, you funded the podcast festival, you funded Earbuds. So, like, uh, we, you're the lifeblood. You're of the lifeblood of this. So thank you. Um, 
We ready to bring out some more guests? Let's do it. Let's bring out two two comics that we've both known for a very long time. They have been on the show and with us and wrote, wrote articles for us early on when we were just a website. Uh, two people that all, I always giggle when I see them, Laura House and Susie Nakamura, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> Holy shit. We don't want you to go. <laughs> 600 more. 600 more. 600 more. 600 more. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, man. We had to come out big because we did not write you a song. Nope. And have not seen any films. Yes. Oh. Laura, no. you throwing the jacket down is oh the greatest hug. My feet do not. Touch the floor, and I said, I, I cannot fake it. I cannot. Look who went to acting school. Yeah. Hello. So you guys haven't seen any movies at all? In I the, have seen them all. In the last Yeah, year? I've seen movies. Ask, yeah. What no, have you seen? seen? Movies, right? Just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Films, yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Avery said that's not a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it feels like now you tell him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, marriage Story. What did you think of marriage story? Poop. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was real poop. Who's with me? Yeah. I'm 20 minutes into that. Not enough people with me. That didn't feel Mm. good. I'm 20 minutes into that going, it's this is all it is? Just a just a couple going falling apart? Not only that. But I excuse me. But I was in uh, I was like an hour into it when it dawned on me that Noah Baumbach had been married to Jennifer Jason Lee. And the way the wife is depicted, it was like she was in a dumb teen movie and showed her boobs. And I was like, that's, that's what you think of Fast Times at Ridgemont High? <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of seminal, you dumb dick. <laughs> and then I, was, I couldn't get over it. I was like, fuck this guy. It felt, it was too, it was too, yes, right what you know, but it was too, too what he knows. It was too. Yeah, when that I was seems like, like directed at someone. Yes, it very much. Until the like, very, la- the very last moment, there's a little bit of redemption on that. But I was like, oh my god, this mm. is. Leave yeah. her alone. Who who wants to watch a couple get divorced? It just sounds. I do. Awful. That's where that's where we differ. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. And anybody in that crowd, I'll do it. Yeah. Even if you're teetering, I'll push you. I'll push you to the brink. Let's talk about it. I'll get you there. What do you need? What do you need? I'm let's like close a, the deal. Yeah, like, that's like what a, she called. That's a what she couples calls couples therapist. That's like when you know you're done. I'm yeah, the one yeah. you go to. That Marriage you're like, on the fence. Call Laura. Yeah, she'll I'll close push the deal. You both into the neighbor's yard, and they have a dog. <laughs> Get that billboard made for Wilshire Boulevard. <laughs> oh my God! And just start printing money. Just yes. start printing. Want to pretend you're trying to work it out? Call house. That's what I'll do. I'll, so I'll, you can feel good about yourself and also be divorced. So your business is what? Broken house or something yeah. like that? No, Please. Get now house, it is. Get house and get the house. Oh. We've just made some money. Yeah. Tra- oh, good. Trademark it. Um, My lawyer is nodding his head. Can He's I just, yes. like, can I just take people. over your Patreon that you have to abandon yeah. now? <laughs> is, is that the hardest part of leaving? People just sending you money every month? Yep. Yeah. Um, we were going to stop at 500 episodes, but people kept PayPaling us money. Yeah. I wanted to get a new surfboard. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for 
the money. Um, so now, Susie, what have you seen? And or at least uh, twenty minutes in, we'll put it that way. Yeah, um, I was uh, so dirty. I was invited <laughs> to an early screening of um, I got to get the title right: the personal history of David Copperfield, not the magician. The uh, what? the Dickens really? the Dickens David Copperfield. Oh. Yeah, read a book. <laughs> it's called a book, Graham. Read an old Duh. book. <laughs> And, um, and then watch a documentary about the old yeah. book. Yeah. <laughs> See a new movie about an old book. And then the making of. Yeah. It's an Armando Iannucci. We were talking backstage. We're friends. But we know each other. <laughs> She's on TV. I love uh, So Armando Iannucci, uh, who did The Thick of It and, and Veep. Yeah, maybe you've heard Veep. of it. Who do wow. I talk this to? Do I talk is, to you? Uh, yeah. Do I talk? That doesn't matter. I don't, I don't know where to. I feel, I just kind of spread. Just like with like every spray. word, I'm like. I'm like, hey, hey. everybody, every single word. Hey. Contact hey. with all the eyes. Do all guys the eyes act the other way? Everywhere. Are here. I mean, if you want to be a profesh. That looked super profesh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad they cleared that section of the theater. Yeah. I hate that Fuck section guys. so much. This is all I've ever done interacting with you two, individually <laughs> or together, is just giggle like a jackass. Mm. Like you two, and I think Laura House are, are wait, no, you're Laura? I, I'm I, sorry. I, you yeah. And what do I'm, you do? And you I'm know, half of that. And no, and yeah. I was going to say, and Kira Zoltanovich. The three of you, if you ever were to like show up somewhere where I like really wanted to do something serious, I'd be like, out, out Get the out. door, <laughs> can't be here. We like, run Let's a pee on his lawn. Yeah. We run a funeral. Kira, I'm trying company. to write my will. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that you should bring up Kira, who's not here for you, but we are. But that's cool to just anyway. include her. Like, like we're anyone's equal. keeping score. Like we're the same. No, that's we we drove across town, but that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, She's equal. <laughs> I wish people listening could have seen that move because it was, that was obviously like right there's like a take was, camera. It was obviously very funny. You looked right down very, the barrel of that take camera. No, I did it. It's hard to explain exactly what happened. So, Susie, tell us about this documentary about this old book. <laughs> That's been Chris has been doing that for ten yeah, years, thinking, keeping the show on track. Yeah, they, yeah. Ten years. Mm -hmm. I know there's a movie to talk about in here somewhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They should do that, like a heart of darkness, but the making of the personal history of David Copperfield. And it's uh, a documentary. No, it's I'm a, sorry. Mm, okay. Uh, so no, it is the story. I once it's made the a Dickens. documentary yeah. in Afghanistan. Uh, I went to do comedy. Everyone it's called does that. <laughs> if I had a dollar, it was hard. It was hard for me, but it was yeah. good. I felt. Were good you about proud it. of the filmmaking? I'm very proud of the filmmaking. Absolutely. You should be. Yeah. You should yeah. be. So go ahead and watch Afghanistan. I did it. It's me. <laughs> You're a hero. You're a hero. Thank you. And you don't talk. You know what? You don't talk I'm about not, it a lot. I'm not the hero. The soldiers are the heroes. You're but, right. Um, You're but right. I did make a film, and mostly the camera was pointed at myself. But I did. But that not. But not because I'm yeah. the hero. I just. That's. I just. If you make the film, what you point it wherever you want. Wherever they. Yeah. Wherever the story takes you. But anyway, it's called Afghanistan, and I'm real proud of it. You should be. Yeah, you never you. talk about it either. <laughs> no, I don't. You never bring it up. No, I don't usually. <laughs> so that that's why you're a hero. It's self to praise seem is, humble. is no praise. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, this podcast, your movie, this podcast David is Copperfield, movies. not the magician. That's not the magician. <laughs> uh, Was the just... Dickensian character also married to Claudia Schiffer? <laughs> yes. Oh. 
I didn't and it's know full that. of unwanted kisses. Do you guys need us to leave? I mean, we could take <laughs> off. If, Chris and I... if you could, right, if you would, or if you could, either way. If you could just go... Chris is in hell. Type a, <laughs> type a yeah. note. I'm enjoying this. This is less work. <laughs> Graham, yeah. just, Graham just starts typing. I got an email to take care of. Um, uh, we did write a song, and it goes something <laughs> like, da-da-do-do-do, bye. She, this is not a bit. She actually did bring her coat on stage because she's leaving. Oh, that was so I great. will leave after this. I don't, don't nobody needs it. to know my business. Go see, the, so the, uh, the personal history of David Copperfield is uh, doing the festival circuit, I think, right now, but it should have, like, a release, but it's, 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 Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares. Is this podcast about Here's, movies? Alara, Here's no, what wait, is wait, interesting. Alara, yeah. Oh, where yeah. Uh-huh. where can I see Afghanistan? Um, yeah. There's DVDs. You can stream it on all the platforms. Probably I didn't look into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, not about that. It's not. There's about DVDs promotion. in the lobby. I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I uh, made another. I made a second documentary called um, Ear Friends. <laughs> I don't know if you. But is, it's it, is it called Ear Friends? It's called Ear Friends. I have friends all over the world because I talk into um, mm-hmm. recording devices. And um, we talk to some of them. We talk to some people way more famous than me. And um, it's also very good. I'm, pr- I'm real proud who, of it. Who are the heroes in that one? Mm, really, the, the people who had to edit it. <laughs> Those are probably... Because um, yeah. if you're going to interview podcasters, they are going to no. go, boom, 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 boom. So Who's that's the real hero. Whoever's like, yeah. delete, delete. That's <laughs> edit, edit. Let's put their faces on camera, right? Let's get p- podcasters on camera. Yeah, yeah. not the best no. idea. Not the you best idea. you got a idea. face for podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wrote. That's a real thing. I get that for a sure. lot. I yeah. think a lot of people, to be honest, that's the main feedback I get from it is people going, ah, and like I, <laughs> like I enjoy your podcast. I thought I would enjoy the film, and then I was like, I just had to close my eyes. A lot of people, <laughs> that's a lot. What a lot of messages you want to eliminate one of the senses yeah. They're just like, you know what? They're like, I don't think I like them, and oh, still like them, still like them. <laughs> yeah, back in it. Yeah. Oh. So here's the David in, Copperfield. He here's, <laughs> here's what's neat is that uh, she saw uh, it's an Armando Yanucci movie, and she's in his new series on HBO. This oh. one, this girl, Suzanne, Susie Nakamura. Yeah, she's on it. It takes place in space, so a bunch what's of the, nerds are gonna like it. Wait, what's, what's, the, what's the name of the it's show? It's not a movie. It's a television show, and we're not supposed to talk about that, right, Kevin? Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. It's uh, in the trades. I'm do- so I'm doing a show with Armando Iannucci. Bless you. Called, <laughs> is that what this, uh, when gray, called this thing is? No. I, I when love this, that. When oh. this podcast started, I did not have one gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Not one. Um, so he was like cutting together the movie while we were shooting. So he was he was saying, mm. "I like to show new people screenings during the process, so it's not done. The, the, the sound you don't want to get fired. Ready. You're like, I, I don't want to get fired. So yeah, I'll see the screening uh, and the music, temp music, that kind of stuff. So I got to see it early on, and it's fantastic. So Dev Patel is <gasps> David Copperfield. Oh, that's fun. And. Uh, Hugh Laurie's in it, and uh, Nikki Amuka Bird, who is also you in making Avenue. up those words. 
You are making up other all those people words. that are well known and recognized. Wow. And veteran character actors, mm-hmm. journeymen, mm-hmm. <laughs> British. We started too character strong. Actors. That's the problem. <laughs> we st- here's some. You know, I, is I don't Susie just falling do asleep? Comedy. What I happens? Also, it's so I'm. I haven't been that active in a really it long time. It feels like a teachable moment. If you start too strong, really, this yeah. is just gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Yeah, and then what happens is some, we don't know what's gonna happen, but it'll turn around and then end good, maybe. <laughs> and then mm. you'll be like, oh, they were great. Yeah. And then you'll just ideally forget about that part that was like, the fuck Murr. is wrong with them? And then... Yeah, is she... Is she having a nervous breakdown? Those questions. <laughs> and then be like, oh, no, no, she brought it back. She seems... 600 more! 600 more! See, you can do it! Okay. Why don't you hand the podcast to your daughter? She's right there. <laughs> yeah, this is the perfect moment. Good idea. Um, can you throw your jacket on the floor again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Nice. Look at it. <laughs> Look at it. Oh, my God. So... Well, ladies. <laughs> uh-huh. He's like, how do I, uh, how, do I wrap up? how you say I get know, rid of them? I know we have 20 more guests. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, but are they that great? <laughs> I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Where sorry. You? I have Where not been out of the house for years. Yeah. years. It's like a big deal for us. What do, you, what do you each have coming up? Oh, God, nothing. You? Uh, please watch Avenue 5 on HBO, premiering January Ooh. 19th. Yes, Susie Nagamora. It takes place in space, so I call it Veep Space Nine. What's up? I want credit for that forever. Yep. And then I'm just on Twitter. I'm Lara House. I'm the showrunner of a show in England, but you haven't seen it. Nobody Dude. cares. Anyway. Wait, do you go to England? I do. Yeah, we Dude, should talk privately. Okay, okay, we'll talk about this. <laughs> um, yeah. I wish that would have gone on for five minutes. No, my God, you got to go no, to Constantine. It's so amazing. Yeah. Also, I would say you can see Laura House on uh, Amazon Prime on the First Nations Comedy Experience. Oh, that's another thing I did. Yeah. I directed a, the First Nations Comedy, um, all Native American comics, first of its kind, and I directed it. And uh, you know what? I'm... I'm proud of it. You should be proud of it. You should be proud Thank of it. You. Don't hide your light under a, 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 a podcast barrel. I won't, I won't hide my light under a microphone or anything else. Don't. I'm going to let it shine. So, yeah, I Thank am you. real proud of it. Thank you. And it's on Amazon now, and that's a big deal. Yes, I've heard of Amazon. Yeah. You can also watch Afghanistan. <laughs> I love oh. you too dearly. You're the okay, best. Okay. You're the Thank best. you so much. Thank you. I love you so much. <laughs> The director of Afghanistan, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I couldn't um, handle that. The show is almost over. If we didn't have a hundred more guests. Oh, shit. (laughs) We don't care if they run out of popcorn here. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, um, a longtime friend of both of us and a a newer friend for both of us, 
Karen Rontowski and Ron Placone, everybody. Clap it up. I love that music. What was that yeah. from Tron? That was fantastic. <laughs> Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. That was Crocodile Dundee? Oh, play Done it by like a lounge act. Play, can you just play it right now? That's like an 80s kind of lounge. It's like a royalty-free redo. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay. I like it. At first, I wasn't that into it, but when they said Crocodile Dundee is a lounge act, I'm like, oh, that's high concept. I'm in. <laughs> I am in now. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. That's, by the way, uh, Ron and I do the Progressive Comedy Tour. Uh, very funny man. And he's really into music. And that's how we spend most of our car rides, is Ron bringing up some band I've never heard of and me going, who the fuck is the Bone Weasels or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> and Ron's like, oh, you fucking not know the yeah. fucking Bone Weasels, Graham. And then, they did the soundtrack to Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, if you would have started there, I would have known. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like, how do you not know? He's the lead singer from the Whistling Banks. How do you fucking not know that? And then, but the, in all fairness, though, I can't be critical of him. I don't, I'm not a music guy, but because then I go into the movies, I'll just say like, oh, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Yo Jimbo or whatever. And he's like, what's Yo Jimbo? I'm like, you don't fucking know Yo Jimbo. You don't know what Kira Kuzawa. You don't know what Seven Samurai. He's like, no, Graham, I don't know what it is. I, I think Falling Down with Michael Douglas was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Love that movie. <laughs> he's also, Ron is such a film nerd, or a music nerd. We were in Perth, Australia uh, last month. And we're at this bar, and they're playing a music video of Sing Us a Song, You're the Piano Man. And Ron's a huge Billy Joel guy. And I was like, this is the most depressing song ever. <laughs> and Ron's like, it's a good song. And he got offended. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, Ron. It's not the most depressing song ever. It's, it's like, and John at the bar is a friend of mine. He gives me my When we went me. one line at a time, it's like, oh, yeah, it is pretty bad. It's it didn't really work out for anybody in this tune, now that yeah. I think about it. Because he's like, it's not that depressing. And then literally, there's this like, uh, you gotta get me out of this place. <laughs> the sound is killing me. And the piano smells like a carnival. The tangle smells like a beer. Put the waitress on. wanted to do something else, but it didn't happen. Yes. And he's like, they're yeah. sharing a drink that's called loneliness. Well, it's better than drinking alone. I'm like, that's horrifying. I think, I think people who think Billy Joel is depressing have never heard Harry Chapin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, see? see, this is like when yeah. him and Jackie talk there about fucking... Now, now, since you're a big uh, music and film fan, what would you say your favorite like musical film is? Oh, that's a tough one, but the thing that I saw most recently that I, that I was going to mention was I saw Blinded by the Light. Um, oh, the, the Springsteen was, one. The Springsteen mm -hmm. one. It was about a Pakistani... Uh, well, he became a, a journalist, and it was... So a you're going to say he became a Pakistani. <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> yeah, he was an English guy. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I want to live in Pakistan. <laughs> I want to be this is fantastic. Yeah. No, he he, uh, and he became a journalist, and he was really inspired by the music of Bruce Springsteen, and, and it was so interesting how he connected with those lyrics, uh, being over in England and facing, you know, a lot of the prejudice that he faced at the time, and and all that, and and Springsteen's lyrics really spoke to him, and he wanted to at one point in it. I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but he uh, he wanted to have a uh, show on college radio playing exclusively Springsteen. 
and the and the the station manager was like Springsteen, that's so seventy, whatever. It's the eighties mm-hmm. now. Get hip to Blondie or whatever. And the, and, the, and the guy was like, no, you don't get it. And he so eventually they they put Born to Run on the record player, and it was a record player back then. And then they locked the station, and I was like, man, that's pretty. I wish I would have done that in college. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Um, Why does no one else have the key to the studio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <they> just, <laughs> yeah. Why does someone got in? Yeah. yeah. How did they get in? I thought yeah. it was like they get a lock. So um, now, Karen, you're a big um, movie fan as well, and but you also dabble in the supernatural. We could say I do, but I I actually don't see movies. So I I'm a, into series because I need to feel like they're my friends. So you saw The Irishman. <laughs> I did see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yes. <laughs> but we, so you do a, a, a paranormal. Tell paranormal us about- Karen is my podcast, and I do ghost hunting, and I do tarot reading, and uh, and uh, all kinds of creepy stuff. So my favorite, and she's gonna do a tarot card reading for us in a second. But this is the thing yes. I love about yes, I love about Karen. She's like, Grandma, I haven't seen any movies. I go, just fucking read cards. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <I know. laughs> this is, I love my character, and she has done some, we were doing a stand, you put together some stand-up show at Flappers, and, and she's on stage, and she's just like, oh, hey, my demonologist is here, and just says it. <laughs> Only in L.A. would somebody just say that the way, like, oh, my carpenter. Just yeah. like, oh, my demonologist. And oh. everyone in L.A. goes, oh, cool. Like, nobody, oh. Yeah. nobody goes, what the oh. fuck? Yeah. Oh, my, my demonologist has a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's weird that I know two of them, so I'm sort of over my demonologist limit. I think you should only know one, right? What makes a good? What is like one not as? What's your like? Do they have Yelp reviews? (laughs) I mean, yeah. If there's two, how do you know which is the better demonologist? Without Yelp reviews, I always know the one that's not condescending. Uh, And the well, that might be true for everything. That right? So so. But a, so a, a demonologist that's condescending, you like what? They don't know demons as well. Well, no, or? they do. I just don't want to deal with them. Oh, they're just pricks. They're that's just, just pricks. Fucking, that's right. <laughs> like anybody, <laughs> that fucking carpenter oh, that's okay. uh, condescending. Like, oh, you want me to handle oh, your it's thing? like the drummer from the Rolling Stones. I'll drum. Right. I just don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do a tarot card reading. Okay. Let's... Will you hold my mic? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, what do you guys want me to read? What's going to happen next? What's the future for us? Okay. Sounds good. All right. You got to. Or does it? Or I. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, while she's shuffling the cards, here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna read a letter um, from the future, uh, or as I call it, uh, we have a fan who lives in Hong Kong, Tokyo. Um, um, So, one of our oldest fans, she started listening to us on our first episode, and then episode 20. We we were this is when Chris and I would were filling orders in the garage, right? We would get these orders in the garage. And By the way, I still did that up to today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that, <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. But we're going to um, we're, we're so uh, and he was like, oh my god, we got an order from somebody in Tokyo, and we're like, what? And we read the order, and her name's Sanai, and we called her Sandy, big fan Japan. She became part of this show. We joked around she's from Hong Kong, Tokyo. That episode was episode 20 with Neil T. Weekly where we made the whole kitten hands joke yep. 
which was a joke that lasted for several years. I remember how surprised we were about like having a fan in Japan. Like the internet didn't reach that far. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, we're like, how do they hear it over yeah, there? Yeah, it makes no sense. Does the sound go out in a different angle? What time um, is it on over out there? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we suddenly forgot the medium we were in. Um, so she became a big part of the show. If you've watched Earbuds, she's highly featured. She's like a friend of ours now. It is the it is the magic of podcasting that this literally Japanese housewife became a fan of ours, and she was just like, you know, I'm at home with my kid all day listening. And then there was the big earthquake in, in 2011, and the comedy film nerd community, like rushed to Twitter. For whatever reason, Twitter was the only thing she could get, and the, and the comedy film nerds community just showed like, hey, are you okay? And it was really the first time we had, at that point, I've been doing the podcast about two years, and we were like, wow, this is more than a just community. like, a com it's a community of, it's an international community, and that was sort of part of the impetus for um, doing earbuds. And now her son is the same age as my daughter. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like, how many years it's been. It's crazy. I mean, and yeah, I've, I've seen your kids grow up. Like, so this is yeah. just a really, and so she wrote us this really, um, Warm uh, letter, and I want to uh, I want to read it for you. But since it was from the future, you said her son is now the same age as your daughter. Was he always? <laughs> See, yeah. only a paranormal person would yeah. think that. What dimension is yeah. he in? There is a time difference between here and Japan <laughs> by eight months. So. <laughs> and now they're all caught up. Yes. Yeah. So before the spinning faster. Okay. So, so <laughs> I want to I want to read you this from from Sanai. I just want you to know, and if you can pass this message to my fellow kitten hands, which is all of you here in the theater and everybody listening, tell them how much I appreciate you being there for me. You, meaning Chris and Graham, and my fellow kitten hands listeners, especially my sister Apricot Aaron, um, and my beloved ear buddies Andrea and Andy. We still remain. They're they're uh, fans that were all in Tokyo, and they all met when we went there to shoot the movie. And now they're all friends. Like they all they all hang out, which is amazing. Um, uh, my beloved ear buddies Andrea and Andy. We still remain close here in Hong Kong, Tokyo. Most of all, words can't tell you enough how much I appreciate the community we have become. I love you guys, every one of you. I love the show. The decade we spent together was so special, and it will remain so. Next decade, and the next, and the next. Han shot first. Kitten hands. Skynet is real. Um, and yes, we were going to be friends forever. You have no choice. We'll see each other again soon. Love you. Kisses, hugs to Audge, Bella, and Griffin. Uh, we're planning to get a new house, a bigger one. It should be built by summer next year. We'll have a guest room, uh, too. A small one, but definitely a guest room. No excuse for you not to visit us. Love, uh, Sa Sanai Narita. So give her a round of yes. applause. Thank you so much, Sanai. We will get out there. My whole family wants to go to Japan. We definitely have to get out there, but... You know, I'm a nervous traveler, so I said, well, I'm going to need a full-time guide like last time. And uh, you can take a little time off, then Andrea can take over, or, uh, or Andy. But it's amazing. Like, you know, when you go to a, a foreign country for the first time, it's great. But if you have someone that actually can take you around and show you everything, oh. it, it mm -hmm. like, brings it to like a whole other We level. ran around amazing. Tokyo with a film crew, no permits, 
And <laughs> yeah. like we're getting on and off trains. Everything's in Japanese, and we're just. And like, we're only getting on and off trains because our guides, like Sanai, are pointing to which trains to get on and off of. We would have had no idea. Have, we would still be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was amazing. So Sanai, uh, we love you, and and thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cinder All right, so we're let's, ready for the. Let's do okay. the card reading. So Ooh, I. Oh, you look worried. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did Graham first, uh-huh. okay? So, Graham, you have two things going on after the podcast, and one of them seems like it's coming to fruition very soon, or like you're almost one step away from that being exactly what you want. Um, that's the first thing. And it, if it had trouble getting started, that's the one I'm talking about, because there's two. Oh, Some, that's got to be the the, the uh, suicide pack tonight. Exactly. <laughs> that's going on delay. Um, um, things are going to get very busy for you, and somebody's giving you a yes that's going to move one of your projects to the next level. You are going to start another podcast that is only you. I know. You don't have to say that right in front of Chris. I don't want to add to that, but... But it's going to be a busy Later year. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 11 o'clock show, guys. All right, I'll do Chris now. Okay. Um, so while she's shuffling, Ron, are you and I going on the road anywhere soon? We are going on the road. Hold Always on. be plugging. Can you play the ukulele while Ron plugs our tour dates? Um... <laughs> Yeah, we well, this weekend, we're going to be in Southern California right here. We're going to be in Ventura tomorrow night at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, and we're going to be at the Dojo of Comedy Sycamore Tavern right here in Los Angeles on Saturday night. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then in 2020, we're hitting the road uh, a lot. Hopefully, that's uh, the project that's going to be really, really awesome. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're, we're going to Tucson, San Francisco, Orlando, Miami, uh, Seattle, Portland, Chicago, Milwaukee. And that's just what's confirmed. Uh, we're working on Detroit, Cleveland, Cincinnati, uh, oh boy, New York City, Boston, Portland, Maine, Burlington, Vermont, uh, romplacone.com and grandmobile.com for all those tickets. Atlanta. Atlanta, Nashville, Louisville. Yeah. Right We're going to be hitting the road pretty hard. Um, all right, Karen, are you ready or do we need to? I am ready, but you know what? Can I recommend a really good paranormal movie? Yes. Missing 411 The Hunted about people that are disappearing in national parks. Holy shit, I wow. saw that part, a clip of that on Netflix. That sounds really cool. That's the creepiest shit I've ever seen. They just disappear. Yeah, and then sometimes they, uh, they'll canvas looking for the person, and then they won't find them. They'll come back again, and they'll find somebody has folded their clothes and put their shoes there, but still no sign of the person. Oh, my God. Well, now I'm terrified. I haven't even seen this. <laughs> so wait, is, it, is, this is this like a documentary? Yeah, it's thing? a oh, real it is. thing. So this People are really fiction. disappearing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's portals in the woods. That's what that's what they claim it's it is. Portals or that's what in you the woods. No, well, but then how do the clothes bulk. get folded? That's the thing. It's something on the other side that's just chaos and mayhem. It's actually fairies, but it's a long conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you see how she said that straight? <laughs> just <laughs> not even yeah. didn't. Yeah, it's no, fairies, but yeah. I don't want to get into that. It's a whole. <laughs> It's a I portal gotta, thing. I got to talk to my preferred demonologist about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the cocky one doesn't get the fairy thing, <laughs> <No>. but. <laughs> Yes, that guy, you're like, who folded the clothes? And he's like, fairies, duh. Don't have time for you. <laughs> I just, fairies are not what you think they are. I'm just saying. Okay. Don't, don't uh, mess with a fairy. No, fuck no. I, uh, 
Do you now oh. just real quick since you took does my lawyer does your firm represent fairies or demonologists or anybody? <laughs> 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 There's an LA lawyer right there for outstanding. Uh, okay, Chris, you ready? I guess. Okay. So I feel like you have some uh, well a confusion about money, correct? No. 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 <laughs> There's Did you do me by mistake? Yes. <laughs> There's something going on right now that is that is confusing. About, I don't mean like uh, you don't understand what it is. Mm -hmm. um, well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, but something. Does this have something to do with Graham's new podcast that he's starting? Yes. <laughs> How to grift a business partner? Now it's a great podcast. <laughs> So uh, you have one project that I'm seeing or one thing that looks like it's written. So this could be a script or whatever. I don't know what you write, but it's sort of like there's, uh, it's going to, it's like everything is going to be stop and start with this, but it really, I feel like at one point. You mean point, like maybe like a Kickstarter that didn't fund that might fund <laughs> in a couple of months? <laughs> it doesn't look like a Kickstarter. Is there a Kickstarter problem? Yeah, yeah. One just didn't fund on Tuesday, but then we're going to relaunch it in a couple months. Oh, um, is it have anything to do, to do with writing something? Yeah, it's a graphic novel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. Um, don't get nervous because this is really going to hit a wall. Okay, and you're going to be like, "Fuck, this isn't happening." Um, it's going to turn over very quickly, and it happened very fast. So you better have the whole thing ready because once it happens, it's like. Pow, but you're really don't lose faith on this because it's a it's a long wait. All right. You so. pledgers heard that, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone wait till there's like 15 minutes left. <laughs> and make him sweat. Well, awesome. Where uh Karen, where can we see you perform? Where where you can follow you online, your podcast, whatever. Uh Paranormal Karen is the podcast and at Rontowski on Instagram or Paranormal Karen as my website and get a tarot reading. Get a reading. She's done readings for me. She's been fucking spot on. She predicted my lawyer coming into my life. I swear to God. She's like, this lawyer's going to come in. I'm not going to get into the details. Mm, crazy ex. And uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But she predicted, she's, Karen's awesome. So check her out. And then Ron, uh, we know about the tour dates you and I are doing, but you yes. have your own YouTube show. What is yeah, it? Yeah, I have my own YouTube show, Get Your News On With Ron. It's just uh, youtube.com slash ronplacone. Follow me on Twitter at ronplacone. And uh, all dates and everything else, ronplacone.com. Rob Lacona, right. Karen Rotowski, ladies so and gentlemen. You know, it just occurred to me that maybe she was talking about the other graphic novel that's in development for a TV show right now. For lying See what going I'm far saying, away, dude? I don't know. It's, I'll take either. She's per she's yeah, yeah. she's she's predicted some shit for me. I I, I I was pretty skeptical, but she's predicted some stuff like this is this, this is this, this is this, and I was like, okay, man. So I'm 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 all in. So I'm like, let me meet your demonologist. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. Let's all in. Uh, well, let's. Uh, I wonder if there's a Tinder just for demonologists. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't. What was that? 
So well, first, that's what it's called. <laughs> nice, nice joke in the nice, front row. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I love these shows. It's not a heckle. It was like adding to a joke. No, oh, it's a fantastic that a joke. That was a tag to a yeah. joke. Uh, well, let's keep it moving right along. Let's uh, do it. Two more, two people that are longtime friends of mine uh, who I've been also working a lot with lately. Uh, I, I love them. They're hilarious. Jimmy Dore and Steph Zamorano, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You have to stay when that music plays anywhere. Yeah, you, you have, have to stand. To, you have to stand up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anywhere. If you were in a restaurant eating and you, you were just like, up. "Wow, this you is really good yeah. food." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul from Philly stood. God bless you, sir. Um. So what movies have you guys seen? Wow, Graham, I am interested to hear about this new podcast you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, and your money thing, too, Chris. Yeah, really. no, I'm not. What, what's up money? with money? Yeah, I don't understand it. No, I almost was like, Karen, are you sure you're not reading these cards for me? Yeah. <laughs> that I'm having a fucked up money thing? Karen's pretty accurate, I have to tell you. I'm not a, a big guy into that stuff, but she, she gave me like a fun read and she nailed some shit I had no... Like, how do you know that? How do you know that? How did you know that, Bob? Anyway, so she's crazy good. I don't know how she does it, but that portal where they leave your clothes, that's nice. I, we, we all were talking in the green room. We want to get a lot of naked people on the other side of that portal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like a swingers yeah. party yeah. or something yeah. like that. More, more like a glory porthole. Yeah. <laughs> JimmyDoor.com, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like the clothes must be like tribute or something, where like you have to set them up, fold it as an offering, and then you get to go to the uh, fairy naked orgy. Like that kind of thing. I think it's just so it makes Karen's story scarier. Yeah. <laughs> and then they come back and their clothes are folded like, what the? Yeah. I think it's just... They folded them? Those are... They are really dastardly. <laughs> like, that's extra, like, we're just fucking with you. <laughs> that would creep you out, though. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. If you just came in... Especially here, if there was a crease. If there was a yeah. crease. Yeah. Well, and a sperm yeah. collar, then yeah. you're going to go, that's a nice That's a ghost. ghost from, like, the 80s if they creased your jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Guys used to put, you'd put uh, a crease in your jeans, literally, and then you would go out. Those top shelf uh, You'd jeans. go outside. You'd go outside like that. <laughs> Impressing people. Does that yeah. guy have a crease? Yeah. Oh, sexy. Oh. Now if people, I He's not confused about money. <laughs> yeah. Or his sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make fun of those jeans because I used to have, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, acid wash jeans that I would like do the peg leg thing. Ah. People, like, you're celebrating me? Oh, I thought people were like, Graham, oh, <laughs> why? Oh, yeah, I used to wear vests over t shirts. I remember, I knew you then. Yeah, that's I my knew- first headshot. That's in Zanies <laughs> in downtown Chicago, is me with a vest over a t shirt. Like, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that's when we used to wear parachute pants. Yes. Remember that? I would, unironically, would wear parachute pants. Not when I was doing a sketch <laughs> making fun of George Bush. I would be wearing parachute pants at like a nightclub. And no one would think it was weird. And then we would wear those Z Cavarici pants. Do you remember those fucking oh, things? Some people remember, I remember that. Those were such its own thing. It ne- there was never been another time in history. Like styles come and go, Chicago, right? Those pants? <laughs> no. no. That was like, I'm sure they still wear them on uh, Jersey Shore. But uh, <laughs> it was like that kind of those weightlifter pants kind of a thing, you know, those Z Cavarici. Do you remember you know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. I do remember that. What movie of what movies have we yeah, seen? Yeah, what have you guys seen? Movies that you've already all talked about already. Irishman. That's all right. Well, what's your take on the Irishman? <clears throat> oh, my take is uh, I couldn't figure out which one was the Irishman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody? Oh, but it's like a bunch of dagos, huh? Right. No, I um and Joe Pesci, immediately I thought it was Lee Strasberg from yeah. The Godfather when I saw him. I'm like, that looks oh, Lee. Oh, wow. Yeah, when he first appeared. We're like, oh, Right? Who was that? I didn't, I didn't looked know. Looked like Lee yeah. Strasberg. And we talked about how it was like all these years that we've seen Joe Pesci and De Niro and Pacino age in films, and then they were old. Anyways. So they, I, were, they were always younger playing older, and right. now they're older playing younger. Right. So and I didn't of... buy it. <laughs> <laughs> And the aging went from so far from like younger to older. At, at some point, I was saying on the podcast, I forgot what what age are they in real life again? Yeah. Because it kept going back and forth. I'm like, well, wait, makeup, CG, or that's what they look like. I could. It was almost like a guessing game. I wasn't even sure in a couple of the scenes. Yeah, I, I really, especially De Niro, it was like with it, and somebody. Um, it was CGI, but Rick Overton was saying it's it's Netflix CGI, so it's not as good as it should be. Yeah, it's CGI for streaming. Yeah, so it's a like like De, De Niro. He was supposed to. Uh, he often, to me, looked like a bad um, modern day John Travolta. That's yeah, him. yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like if they if they made put too much makeup on John Travolta. That's what it took for me anyway. But I'm a big Travolta fan. You know me <laughs> from way back. <laughs> and you know, I mean, one time. <laughs> anyway, one one time I did lock a. Uh, Myself in in a radio station just to play some Travolta. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna let her in. Mm-mm. Gonna let her in my life. I'm gonna let her in. That was a Travolta song. He sang that on American Bandstand. Thank you very much. Give that a round of applause, folks. Yeah. Did anybody, when they woke up tonight to this morning, think I'm gonna hear a John Travolta song? I didn't. I didn't. Ron Placone did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was the, the other movie that we saw? So well, just to, get, to finish up on Irishman, if I can. Oh, he put his hand on me to quiet the woman down. The, Go I, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so no, go ahead. Go ahead. Switch topics. <laughs> switch topics. I don't want you to hashtag me too out of this fucking place. <laughs> Um, so no, the 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 Irishman was too long. It was way too long. Uh, it was like an hour too long, probably. And I and of course, and I know that how long a movie should be because I've made so many, <laughs> and, and I'm better probably than Scorsese. So it feels weird to say shit like that about Scorsese's movies because right. what do I know? Well, all I know is how I felt watching it. I fell asleep after right when it got to when they were. Uh, when the mob guys were killing somebody? 
That's uh, <laughs> Remember that scene? Yeah. It got a little repetitive when they were trying to make uh, Jimmy Hoffa and the, and the short guy get to get along. They're like, come on, come on, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Remember that scene? Yeah, yeah. And that just kept going back and forth, and I was like, what the... F-? You know why that actually felt a little longer, too? Part of that scene was improvised, and Scorsese kept it in. Oh, right? And, okay. Uh, because he's very meticulous about how he puts his scenes, but then that specific one was improvised. I felt the same way, like, oh... This one seems oddly a little looser and longer yes. than the other scenes. Right. Yeah. It almost seemed like a sketch. Mm-hmm. Right? So that I was like, they could have tightened this, cut this here, and all this, whatever. And then all this stuff with his daughter. What was that about? I don't give a shit about how his daughter didn't like him. Well, I think it, Did had, you? it was in Anna Paquin's contract. It was like, all right, I'll be in this movie, but I don't want any lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every scene, she's just like... She's, yeah, she's just yes. Oh, my God, yeah. you are so right. That was everything. Dad, just yeah. a, mm. And then she walks away at the, from the bank window, and that's it. That, that was, was the only reason I knew from the little girl to how the little girl grew up was because she was doing that when she was older. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a little girl. Oh, okay, got it. They I should have it. a, they should, some of the merch should be a bobblehead of her just going back and forth yeah. like that. <laughs> Oh, I would love to buy Irishman merch. Yeah. That would be great. A bobblehead Irishman what merch. If, what have people said about the movie? It gets big on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody likes it. I think, you know, it seems like overall people like it because it, yeah. is, it is, I mean, you bring a valid point about ultimately you go, well, it is Martin Scorsese, so yeah. we'll mm-hmm. kind of cut him this slack. And there are amazing moments in it. And, and I can break it up. It's streaming. I don't have to watch it all uh, Rick Overton style. With a you know, diaper. With a diaper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the problem is, it's like when you see old, when I would, I first started watching old timey movies when I met my wife, and at first I didn't like them. I call, I call them old timey movies. And, uh, but I didn't like them because, but I So real, anything 70s or under, old timey movies? Yes. Okay. And so yeah. she would explain to me, it's because you've seen these techniques so many times. They seem hackneyed in this, maybe this directing thing or this light or whatever, the acting style. But at the time, this was groundbreaking and this was the first time. And then once you know that, then I'm like, oh, okay, now I can kind of enjoy it more. And so that's the kind of same thing with this Irishman. It's like, I've seen this movie, I've seen these techniques, I've seen this story. By kinda, Scorsese. Yeah, by this mm-hmm. exact guy. So that's why it wasn't as, it didn't, like, when I saw Goodfellas, that, that really jolted me, right? So then, but then that, and to see this now after all those other ones after that, so. But anyway, it, um, has, does he make different kind of movies? I don't know. I don't know enough about movies. You know, the, the, like, it's all, they're all sort of mobby. I mean, Gangs of New York was a... Was, they are mobby. They're all mobby. That was just a different era of mobby. Did he make mobby dick? Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was nice. Very nice. Fucking fantastic, Dax. Fantastic. But we saw this movie. What's the other movie we saw? Is it Ready or Not? Ready or Not, that that horror... The horror film? Oh, yeah. How was that? I haven't seen it. Oh, you're kidding? We saw a film you hadn't seen. You didn't see it? We saw it? I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very proud of myself. First of all, it was... uh, You guys like horror movies? Not necessarily, no. Okay. Uh, but what they it t- scare me. <laughs> <laughs> no, they really. Okay, we have this intercom in our house that goes to our garage, and we have a pretend studio in our garage. And so, the, usually we go like we're coming out or whatever, right? In the middle of the night, our intercom 
Somebody was talking on our intercom. Hey, what are you doing? Like, all of a sudden, that. Like, two in the morning, I heard that in my house coming out of my living room. Oh, hey, but I'm thinking about it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so it's, some, it's like some, maybe a... Remember when we used to work Zanies, the cab would come over the microphone? Yeah, yeah. So it was, I, wanna, I think it was maybe, I'm hoping, it wasn't, it wasn't a ghost. I don't know. Or someone messing with me. But I were, just, you, were, were your, your clothes <laughs> folded? Were you going to do that one? Yeah. That right there is comedians seeing a joke and sprinting for it. Just, oh, God, who's going to get there first? And I was like, oh, fuck, he got it. I may like, have heard you in my brain say it. And yeah. then I it was, there's like a line, and Chris just broke across it and got it. It's a great, so, scary movie. It's great. Yeah. It is. It's well, got, the premise is simply that a, a man proposes to a woman. It's so romantic. <laughs> yeah, it's sweet. And then he says, well, you're going to meet my family. And then there's a They're family very wealthy. Very, yes. very wealthy. And it turns out that they... They have a tradition. They've made a deal with the devil to keep to keep their wealth, and whenever someone marries into the family, they have to play a game. And first, they have to draw a card to see what kind of game they're gonna play. And sometimes it's just like Parcheesi, literally some stupid game. But every like twenty years, someone picks the card where they have to kill someone, right? And then it's her, it's the new person, and so then they hunt her down for the whole movie, and that's the movie. And it's pretty. Uh, and she didn't know. She didn't know she was playing, and then. It's on. Then her husband tries to save her against the family, and it's pretty intense. And it gets funny at some points too. It was a great. It was one of the best movies I've seen in a long Which time. Which one of you picked it? it? We both. I think we picked it together. I think the woman picked it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, but I mean, like when you guys. So when you guys typically watch like move what do you typically watch when you're like at home oh my god so we usually wa just watch murder shit like dateline and and uh, forensic files and forensic files just so i can sleep at night yeah <laughs> you know how what forensic files is every time a woman is murdered on the show it's husband by did her it. husband husband did it husband always does it and then i can sleep yeah <laughs> and so I'll, when we're going to bed i'll just like flick on and off the lights and i'll just have a knife and i'm going <laughs> just to scare the shit out of her. Anyway, uh, so that's what we watch. And then, if we're gonna watch a, or if we're gonna watch a movie, uh, I'll go to RottenTomatoes.com and see whatever's the good. You know, at the, what's what's lately. But things have been going really well for us lately, so we have on-demand movies. Oh, yeah. I don't know anybody else knows about this. Uh, so we do on-demand, and I usually sit for about a half hour watching trailers. So you watch the trailer, and I find it very satisfying. Very satisfying. It's like, so we'll watch the trailer. You know how when you in a movie, you watch the, the trailer will pretty much show you the whole movie because it's going to be a month before you see it or something, and you'll forget what the trailer was. But this at home, you get to see them, and then you can watch the movie right away. You watch the trailer. So we usually, right, we just watch the trailer. I'm like, that was a good movie. I don't need to see it. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. There was a little I, twist. Yeah. I go, you know, it really t it was dragged a little bit in the middle, but right did. at the end, mm -hmm. they really brought it together. Yeah. I liked that movie. That was good. Next movie. And so you get to watch like five movies in a half hour. It's fantastic. Yeah. Speed I movie. Swear to, yeah. And we do it unironically now, too. We'll, we'll, we'll do that, and we will not even laugh and go, that was good. That was and That nice. was good. <laughs> yeah. It was a surprise ending for me. On that so one. that's why we keep cable. <laughs> All right. Do you guys? Fair do you enough. still have cable? We do. Mm -hmm. Oh, you are such I'm okay. Try, okay, trying. boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <you know>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
still have it. Why so do I you still it. have it? Because um, I have a family, and uh, they still want all of the on-demand and all the channels. Okay. And, uh, but I'm trying to get rid of it, saying, you know, you can get all that in a different service. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, we'll get there. Okay, good yeah. luck. <laughs> good you still luck. have a home phone, too, right? I still have a home phone, yes. You Is have a landline, you Rick mean? Rick Overton just called it tonight. <laughs> no. <laughs> You mean Rick didn't call your CB radio? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's one of those package things. This is another reason why I hate cable. We still have it. It's like, well, you, we can either have everything or nothing. You know, it's the package kind mm -hmm. of thing. Uh -huh. where I'm like, no, it's, I don't want to do it the way. Tough. All right. I can't understand why people are dropping cable left and right. Oh, and now I get it. So, uh, but, you know, we're in the streaming now. All the, you know, Netflix... Amazon and Disney Plus. That's where most people are watching. Oh, yeah. So yeah. now, but now Spectrum's even getting into the telephone business. Like they have their phone networks, the big, you know that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah, monopolies are great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need it. more. We yeah. need more. But, Fantastic. Uh, I mean, that's, so, why, that's how you get a good deal. It lowers yeah. prices. That's what yeah, it's all yeah. about, baby. No competition. Who cares about mm -hmm. fucking centralized power yeah. and shit? So, um, so where can everyone find you guys? Uh, you can find me at concentratedpower.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JimmyDoreComedy.com is the mm -hmm. is the show, and we're on tour. And I could name a bunch of fake cities that I'm going to, like Ron did. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no. He, he was Ron no. just started to name cities at one yeah. point. Oh, Salt Lake. Now wait a minute. Austin, to be fair, the the Kingman. Now to be fair, those cities are real. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We're going to Kingman, Boston, San Bernardino. You know, like, <laughs> no, the Jimmy Dore Show, it's been so great being on it, man. I love doing the Jimmy Dore Show with you. If you have not seen one live, they are amazing. There's so much the, fun to the do. The most, yeah, thank yeah, you very much for saying right that. Three people. Yeah, uh, so, Graham, you're not going to be doing the podcast with him. You're doing it alone after the show. <laughs> <laughs> According to Karen. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know what I mean. It's probably, I mean, I do a political well, vigilante. It's what's, it's what's nice is that, uh, is that a, a guy like me, a comedian who just decided to do a YouTube show because the news sucks so bad, has uh, actually got the government funding websites writing hit pieces on me, right, which is nice, right? So uh, bellingcat.com just put out a hit piece on me saying that I'm uh, somehow uh, in bed with the Syrian government. Because uh, I, I told the truth about the hoax of the gas attacks. That would, now the, the second OPCW just came out. So again, wait, what movie is this from? It, no, this is from. Yeah. <laughs> Three days of the Condor. Yeah. And <laughs> JimmyDoor.com, baby. All right, that was great. Thank you for having me, you Thank guys. You, Thank gentlemen. you so much, guys. Check the show out, you guys. Thank Thanks. you. Jimmy Dore steps out. We're out, everybody. Do you do you have a list of how many guests we have left? Because I kind of lost track. Um, forty-eight. Wow. Uh, no, no, no. We're 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 getting we're getting down to the shank of it. Um, we're getting down to the shank of it. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that sounded really weird, didn't it? Here, let me show you, Zip. Oh, wow. Took a turn. Um, That's the new show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Graham Elwood down to the shank of it. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. 
oh, how do I get this on iTunes? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Into the shank of it. Let's see what, I think we have, um, oh, I know what we should do. Let's, 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 play, let's play a couple of videos. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so we've got, we've got, um, yeah, we've got two more, two more groups of guests, and so let's, let's play some videos. Um, so this, uh, one of the amazing um, things that this show got to do was we, we got to travel all over the world, and then creating the Los Angeles Podcast Festival, which was Dave oh, I Anthony. forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Dave Anthony's idea. He came to us, and we were like, yeah, let's, let's do this, and it was, it was awesome. And you're just turning your back on me. This is just like... We were watching it. Like, yeah, I was I was going to give a little yeah. intro. Oh, I'm sorry. Chris is just like, yeah. oh, enough of this asshole. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah. Heard of this shitbag. Yeah. He's got his own yeah. show now, yeah. so fuck him. Um, this is really the time for a long intro. <laughs> at 10, 12, after the show's already two hours. All right, so we got to meet a lot of comedians and uh, become really good friends with them. And one of them, uh, he lives in Australia, and uh, he obviously couldn't make it. Um, I was just on his po his podcast, Willosophy, and he sent us a video. Uh, Will Anderson, ladies and gentlemen, here's his video. G'day, comedy film nerds. It's Will Anderson from Australia, and I just wanted to say huge congratulations to Graham, or as we would call him in Australia, Graham, because it's an H in the middle. And Chris, as we would call him in Australia, Hemsworth. There can only be one Chris. Uh, Fair enough. Wonderful effort making it halfway to a thousand episodes, uh, 500 episodes of the only podcast on the internet, which is two white guys talking about movies. Well, as far as I know, it'll be a huge hole to fill, and I don't know who'll be able to do it. But you guys have been amazing to the podcasting uh, industry through earbuds, through comedy film nerds, through your support of other performers, and I just wanted to give you an absolutely huge shout out and thank you very much from Australia. But I didn't just want to thank you from Australia. I um, wanted to report in because obviously it's Friday here and I've already seen tonight's show and I'm, I'm pleased to report it goes great. Now, if there's anybody there saying, how can you be appearing in tonight's show and already have seen tonight's show, don't take that up with me. Take that up with the producers of Avengers Endgame. Apparently, that's how time travel works now. Anyway, it's a great show tonight that... Uh, Oh, that time where Graham just goes off talking about movies and starts ranting about politics. What a great <laughs> moment that was. All those moments where Chris had to straighten up the show and get people talking about movies again. Oh, fantastic. When Mike Schmidt was angry about something. Oh, what a great moment. And of course, I uh, can't go past that very secret message from that singer in Boston. No spoilers. Anyway, guys, uh, it's a brilliant show. Uh, massive congratulations from down under, from me and uh, my co-host, Ramona here, who's been sitting on my lap this whole time. Uh, we just want to send you all the best wishes and promise you, Chris, that whatever Kickstarter you start next, we'll support that. And Graham, it's going to be okay, mate. Robert Patterson will be a fine Batman. Hard shot first. Will Anderson! If you're listening to this, Will, thank you, thank man. Thank you so much, Will. It's it's that it's, was great. One of the cool things is like having uh, you know knowing people all over the world, and and Will is uh, Will is fantastic. Um, Another video or well, who's, go uh, somebody's laughing like somebody just walked by. Oh, look. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who are those assholes? Oh, wow. 
What are, what, what are we, what's going on? I don't know. That's a horrible photo. I don't remember photo. taking that photo. No, I don't remember yeah. at all. What were we talking about? Why yeah. am I holding the mic so angry? Yeah, we, uh, it's on a stand. Yeah. I don't need to yeah. hold it. I don't think anybody said, wow, this is much better than the logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, Two uh, more friends of ours who been uh, we both have known uh, prior to even starting the show, uh, and have been very very instrumental in helping out um, Chris Gore and Neil T. Weekly, ladies and gentlemen, bring them out. Yes. Neil. Oh, he's going for the hug. Oh, thank you. Hi. Thank you. Wow. Just take off. Whatever. That is the music from Top Gun where they're getting ready to uh, fly and fight the Russians. <laughs> All right. True story. That wasn't Firefox? No. Oh, all right. Someone in the audience went, no. Yeah, right. Absolutely Chris, Fair no, enough. stop yeah. it. Um, well, thank you so much, Neil, for wearing uh, Mad Max boots to the show. Yeah. Um, you've got Those nails are pretty on cool. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. So what? <laughs> so Green Day's playing later? <laughs> but uh, okay. now, now uh, we want to say this too. Those of you that haven't been listening for the entire ten years, Neil actually started the company with us. He has pretty much been the voice of the site and been writing probably for a year before we even started the podcast. So Neil's been around mm. even longer. The backbone of the written word on comedy film nerds, <laughs> Neil T. Weekly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Kitten Hands Thank episode you. was episode yep. twenty. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've done the for the, whatever it is the last year or two. We've done the Neil Neil T Weekly monthly weekly news wrap up things <laughs> for Patreon subscribers. It's been sure. great. So mm -hmm. I, I'd say ninety percent of the articles written on the website have been by you. So thanks, yeah. dude. <laughs> True. And uh, we have some popcorn as payment. Yes. Uh, <laughs> two uh, toppings only. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Now, now Chris. We've known each other for many, many, many years. And uh, I'll tell you, you have been an advocate and a supporter of independent film since the 80s, right? Uh, yes, actually, yes. Yeah. A long, that's why they call me the ancient one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, with Film Threat starting uh, as a, an actual physical magazine, all the itinerations it went through, you're still a giant vocal advocate for independent film, even as the well, film has changed. Just to explain a magazine, it's like the... <laughs> for those of you that don't know, it's like the internet, but on really thin slices of wood. Yeah. <laughs> they used to make them a long yeah. time ago. I was, you so, know, I didn't get a chance to look. Yes. Because I got home from work and I left immediately. But I, I was going to bring, I have a physical copy of a film threat magazine. Can I borrow it? You can have yes. it. If I, <laughs> find, I was going to bring it and give it to you. Okay, that so would be great. When I find I, it, it's yours. I'm missing copies, so yeah, okay. I would love to see it. Sure. I would love the to film see threat, it. The um, film threat magazine, I remember being like in film school and college uh, reading. I remember, too, the uh, film threat guide to festivals or whatever, the survival guide. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was like quintessential reading for any like indie filmmaker you know, in the 90s, early 2000s. That's how we met. That's how yes. we met, yeah. 
I remember meeting you. I think it was at um, when the Striker, the Hello Junkie movie was up at in Park City, and we were at like back when there was like seven. We didn't get into Sundance or Slam Dance, but we were in literally a, a festival called No Dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember meeting. That's why I think I met you there. I remember you like playing ping pong at a party, and we 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 met or something like that. I mean, if you just say, "Well, I met Chris Gore at a film festival," chances are you're going to be right. I'm the yeah. I'm yeah. the yeah. Uh, I'm the middle square on the bingo card of going to a film festival. Yeah. <laughs> you just it's the free space. Um, <laughs> So, what movies have you, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Core, what have you seen lately? What, what, what movie has interested I, you the most? Here, here's what's weird is, like, yes, I see Irishman, Marriage Story, depressing. Um, but, but also I see, I'm fortunate enough to see all these really cool movies that just come out on VOD. Like this movie called Spell, uh, which is written by this actor, uh, Barrick Hadley, which is great. Um, uh, After School, which uh, stars Justin Long. These are all movies no one has heard of. <laughs> and I'm well aware of this. <laughs> but I don't know. I tend to go for the weird shit, you know, like Lighthouse. I don't know, I don't know if anyone saw the Lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, it's weird that we yeah. Uh, yeah. brought Chris out with Neil. We yeah. both enjoyed yeah. the Lighthouse. Yes, well, we, but I, I just like the things that, you know, that are just strange. Like there's this science fiction movie that just came out on VOD called The Wrong Todd. Which is this like low budget super? Just look it up. Look, find the trailer on the YouTube, and and it's 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 awesome. But I I like those movies. I like those small films that don't have the backing of a Netflix or whatnot. Um, but I still like the mainstream stuff as well. So I have diverse taste <laughs> in that. So how about you, Neil? Other than the lighthouse, what's uh, something lately? I'm, I'm telling you that Green Eggs and Ham is awesome. It's so much fun. <laughs> Wait, it's you already... watched that for real? Okay, <laughs> I did. And it's really good. Yeah, I'm a Ted Geisel fan as well. Mm, it's kind of a running joke already, and perhaps, <laughs> perhaps the last running joke. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there'll be other running jokes. It just won't be related to, to this. <laughs> uh, it's I not like... the last one ever. Yeah. <laughs> I I saw like a lot of the stuff, man. I liked Jojo Rabbit. I liked The Lighthouse. I liked Parasite. Was amazing. Um, Knives Out was a lot of fun. Um, Go Back, Ready or Not was super fun, and I highly recommend. Mm -hmm. And of course, being a kaiju dork, I loved Godzilla King of the Monsters. was just, you know. That movie fucking rocked. It was the American Godzilla movie movie we were waiting for, really. We've been waiting for it for 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Neil, let me ask you this. So, so having been, you know, working with us and you, know us for so long and you've been to our some a lot of our events and stuff like that what any sort of highlights of it for you or anything like that or you just happy it's gone (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're gonna i know you're gonna miss the working for free i know you're gonna really miss that that's tough yeah (laughs) yeah if i didn't have a job that pays 40 hours a week otherwise right um you know the uh, and, the, and I'll never forget it because it was just so funny when we were making um, earbuds, and uh, <laughs> asking me what it was like, and it, and it was just it, that moment was really hilarious and just like I said surreal. I could not stop saying surreal, <laughs> and it was because why does anybody care about what I have to say? <laughs> <laughs> Something only your mother does. <laughs> well, um, I yeah, think there's Neil, a lot of people in this audience. A lot audience of people are your fans out there right now, Neil. Neil has and, to you say. Are, and you are gracious and kind people. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, yeah, the podcast festival was always a, just a good time. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Sadly, it ended too soon. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. dude, yeah. I mean, I don't, don't, you know, y- your your voice. Uh, it was obvious. You know, it was great having actually a non comedian who had, you know, uh, a good view of movies and a funny. You know, you were you're you're a really amazing writer, and it was great to have that consistency. Because comedians are don't a, a bunch of flaky <laughs> dipshits. Um, but <laughs> can I steal that and call myself a non-comedian? Because I feel yeah. like I could add that to my. Yeah. It's easy to put on a resume. Right. <laughs> and Chris, like you, you know, you were so inventive with the podcasting medium when it first started. You came to the first podcast festival and like. We're just running around interviewing people in the hallways and shit like for that. Pod crash. Wait, for was pod I? Crash. Oh, that's right. Yes, mm-hmm. I forgot. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. No, I did a podcast where every week I was a guest on a different podcast, and then I would just <laughs> run highlights and clips from it. I'm, it. I'm sure it's around somewhere, but no, I just I love that sort of like podcasts uh, never go away. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like stupid shit you say on Twitter, yeah. it, it'll <laughs> haunt you forever. Uh, but no, but I, I love that vibe and energy you guys created with um, LA Podfest, like just all these different podcasts and and discovering them and seeing how they sort of cross pollinate and people. There was a I, I don't know if you were on the panel, Graham, but there was the panel that it was people pitching their ideas for a podcast, and someone there I never forgot this guy's idea. I don't know if he ever did it, but the oh no, his, that, I was there for that. Well, you were there for <laughs> yeah. that, and someone had this idea for a podcast where they, what they would do is get your phone number. And they would call you sometime at some date in the future, call you at four in the morning and just say sorry to wake you and then start interviewing you while you're in that groggy dead of sleep. <laughs> and I thought it was such a great idea for a podcast. I don't know if you ever did it, but I thought that was that was awesome. Uh, that was a great there were so many so many people pitched me hilarious great ideas for podcasts, and I'd say do it, and they go, No. Like that this Somebody Google that, that one. four AM sleep interview. Yeah, like that was a cool idea. Think of the crazy shit you would say. One guy who, this fan who always had a, like a hat, he always had like a, a chapeau or whatever, and he goes, he goes, I want to do a podcast called Hat Chat. And, <laughs> right? And he, just, and he just was like being a wise ass. And I was like, that's a great show. And he goes, have somebody on the show, bring a hat, and they tell the story of the hat. Like, oh, I got this from my grandfather. And I, was, had, I had some hat stories. I'm like, this is, this, this. General gave me this in Iraq, and it's 101st Airborne, and my uncle fought in that. And he goes, yeah, that's amazing. He goes, yeah, it's not going to fucking do that. I was like, fucking every time I saw him, I'd go, do the podcast. He'd always go, ha, ha, hat chat. i go, no fuckhead, do the goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the difference between us and them. We take the dumb idea, and then we do it for 10 years, and it still doesn't make money. <laughs> I'm just if joking. I, don't, Jesus, don't moan. It's all right. I'm a, if I would have <laughs> known about the hats. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy hat nerds. So <laughs> now, speaking of, you know, Karen was talking about things going on in the future. You guys are all going to be, can you talk about working together at, at Film Thread or anything? Can we? Chris Mancini? Yes, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. 
Oh, wait. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Okay. Wait. I'm great I'm interview. Talking. Um, I'm t- okay. This isn't going no, the way we planned uh, out that sketch. No. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we're uh, at, at Film Threat. Want to bring uh, Chris and Neil on. Graham, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're busy with Jim. You're doing San Bernardino, you yeah. know? <laughs> so, uh, yes. I'm busy. But yeah. Wing nut. Chris and Neil are coming on uh, Film Threat. In fact, I ha- this is real right now. I have right here. This is uh, this is sort of a down payment. This is this is not a joke. This is real prop money <laughs> for you guys uh, to right. co- to come aboard the Film Threat team. Perfect. Uh, we do a podcast, the Film Threat podcast. Um, and our YouTube channel, which we're expanding. <laughs> no, you should keep that. You should <laughs> accidentally drop it somewhere. Sure, we'll have to get back later. It. Uh, <laughs> and, and Neil and Chris are, are joining, and we're a couple projects already. Yep. Uh, podcasting stuff, we're going to see The Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping they bring Sebulba back. Yeah. <laughs> Republic credits, Republic credits on the good world here need something more real. <laughs> He's coming back. So, Ghosts of Bulb. I know it's going to happen. Is that a... That's a no, it's Watto. Sorry, Watto. That's mm-hmm. a prequel character. That's a prequel character. They're is. bringing... Everybody's coming back. Nobody yeah. ever really dies. And he, um, um, he floats or flies on those should, far too small fairy right, wings. Right, yes. That he, was Watto. Then he folds your clothes up really nice. <laughs> and, uh, Through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the... But uh, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 see, that wasn't the last runner. That wasn't the last. I do need to clarify this because Please. it is the final episode. Because I, I couldn't leave this theater in good conscience. There, those actually are not Star Wars movies. Those prequels are not Star <laughs> Wars movies. Uh, I, I just want everyone to understand they are actually educational videos uh, about international trade tariffs that students who are studying commerce at the University of Naboo watch. That's what those are for. They are not For stars. credit. For credit. That's, yes. a, that's a four credit course. So, so that, what Chris said is actually true. We've been talking for weeks. Neil and I will be going over to Film Thread on the site and on the podcast, and we, will be, uh, we are very happy and excited to also yeah. uh, champion independent film and uh, regular film with you. And uh, Yeah. Thank you. Good times. I'm honored to have you guys... And not just that, Chris, Chris also is involved in an event that we're doing on February 5th, uh, 2020, at the Studio Movie Grill in Glendale. Yes. We're doing an award show called Award This, where we are doing our own award show and awarding indie films and, and uh, filmmakers from all over. And, and uh, Chris is one of the producers on the show. After I got past the, um, the flashbacks of L.A. Podcast, <laughs> right. I'm like, do it I'm again. On, I'm on board. All right, let's do it. Chris was like, hey, they're talking about doing this. Click. I was like... (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to be a great event. It's going to be celebrating independent film, and it's in this great movie, you know, food theater that just got built. We've got amazing presenters. Graham Elwood will be presenting an award at the event. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I Uh, don't know. I was was excited to be there. Assuming you're not in San Bernardino. That's all I got to check. If I'm not in a a fake city with Ron Placone, I will be there (laughs) folding your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) If he would have hit the fucking, the music from there, that would... Fuck you! This... We gotta turn back to back. 
Turn that the fuck off. <laughs> so that's part so, of the curriculum yeah. over at University of Naboo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now I don't have to ask, where can I find you guys? <laughs> yeah, right. It's a good point. Uh, everything Film Threat. Filmthreat.com, Film Threat on social media. Uh, follow us, and, and you can follow the work of Neil and Chris uh, on Film Threat, con- continuing the legacy of comedy film nerds. Uh, I'm just ec- ecstatic you guys are, are coming on board. Not to, I, I just, uh, what you guys have accomplished in the last decade um, is, is just amazing. Um, and, you know, what you've also done in building community. And uh, I'm excited you're going to continue and, and hang out with us. Awesome. Really looking forward Absolutely. to it. So Thanks, thank Chris. You, yes. <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, yeah. I, and I just said let you know I'm very confused about money. <laughs> according according <laughs> right. to that tarot read. So uh, He um, thinks that yeah. thing in his pocket is real. Yes. That's part of the... Uh, but you yeah, want, I, you want to borrow I, mine? It smells it? real. I think this yeah. is awesome that you're, you're doing this. And I, uh, Chris Gore, I love what you've done at Phil Threat. And, and having Mancini come on board is only going to make what you guys are doing better. Because I, I, I can just tell you that the... This guy fucking shows up on time every goddamn day. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. I can tell you that right now. And he's done that for 10 goddamn years. Chris Mancini is always there. We've both worked with a shit ton of flaky-ass comedians who are like, oh, is that today? Yeah. And Chris is like there all the time. Of course, so. for a long time it was his house. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. It's hard to be late when you got to walk yeah, yeah, to yeah. the garage. You know, I'm on the 405 going, yeah. 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 Like, for God's sakes, you got to always wear your bathrobe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> take a shower, Chris. I did. Put on a uh, shirt. But yeah, no, you, you guys are very lucky to have him working cool. with you. I, I, I cannot Thanks. say that enough. Thanks to all of you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm really yeah. looking forward to this. Yeah. And, um, you know, whenever, you, if you're willing to have me, I'll come over and get mad at Robert Pattinson. We're, that's what we, we're we're <laughs> going to talk about Batman. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's, I wore this just for you. My, it's, I, it's my Batmas yeah. sweater. You're going to so. get... I think when I see that movie, you're going to get a... a, a a voicemail for me, and it's going to be long, and it's going to be it's going to be focused. It's going to be like um, it's going to be like Kevin Avery calling you. It's going to be like yeah. it's going to be like I'm coming. I'm going to maybe just show up at your house. And you <laughs> right. yeah. Have Please. some recording gear ready to fucking rock and roll because uh, mm-hmm. that's going to need to that's going to need to go down. Um, I don't see that being a good thing. I'm smelling a spoiler app. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually. Chris, I know you don't believe this, but I will probably show up and deliberately not talk politics because I'll need a break from it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, all right, I need to take a break. I need to just go yell about a Batman movie. <laughs> I guess that'll be a good palate cleanser for sure because uh, I honestly think, I know I'm in the minority here, it might be okay because I saw the rover. If I hadn't seen the rover and I saw Robert Pattinson actually act, I'd be like, yeah, there's no fucking way the Twilight guy's Batman. Well, this Did is you guys also... see the rover? Good movie, right? Yeah, yeah good time. Good time. Yeah. It has nothing by to the do way, with him playing Batman. Oh, no. It, it has the same exact plot as Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> He gets his vehicle stolen, and he tries to go all through a post-apocalyptic nightmare to find it. Okay. <laughs> well, Chris Gore, Neil T. Weekly, thank you so much. Thank and you. listen to all these guys thank at you. Film Threat. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
All right. <laughs> oh, keep it going for your sound man, Dax, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, oh Jamie sorry. rescued him from the coke den of the Hollywood Improv to bring you I, funny stuff. I here. forgot to mention. This we part. had coke there. <laughs> yeah, you did. Talk yeah. to my lawyer. Uh, uh, <laughs> is that what's in the candy? Yeah. <laughs> no, so, uh, it has to do with my restraining. I um. I, <laughs> oh, right. Yep. Um, oh, I, I wanted to uh, mention this. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I know it's my first day, but tomorrow, uh, Chris, I'm going to need the day off. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. thanks. <laughs> and um, so, how, what do we have left? How many? We, we literally have uh, two more sets of guests last, but before we bring up, we have um, the, um, fans. Well, maybe we do. I was thinking we do that last. Okay. Is that cool? Sure. Um, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting on this film thread bank. What the fuck do I give a shit about? But we got a very... This is my exit interview. I'm told... <laughs> exit interview! Yeah, get the fuck out of the garage. That's what Chris said to me. Now take your fucking... Like, take your fucking shine box. Um, it's from Goodfellas. Uh, so... Uh, we got actually a uh, a special um, a, uh, a, 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 a guess a, a, a video a call. Somebody left a voicemail from a fan from back east who had a special message for us. Dax, could you play that, please? Hey guys, it's Joey McIntyre here, and uh, I just want to you know join the the chorus and uh, heap my praise on the two of you. 10 years, amazing stuff, but like, what the hell are you guys going to do with yourselves? I mean, I, I don't know if it can get any better than this, guys, and there's still time to reconsider. Uh, I'm only half kidding. Uh, I, got, I got one more thing to say. Please don't go show. You would ruin my whole world. You're my favorite part. It's like listening to God. And I want you to know that I'll always love you guys. Please don't go. Please. Hey man, the new kids on the block got back together after 15 years. So maybe you guys just need a break and, and, and you'll be back. <laughs> Mazel tov on the past, the present, and the future. Love you guys. And thanks for letting me be a part of history with you. Joey McIntyre, ladies and gentlemen, from the East Coast. Will Anderson so predicted nice. it. That was amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. How did he really, do it? Really, really cool. So only two more comics left, and then we're going to bring some fans up. So let's bring okay. them out here. Uh, one's a longtime friend of mine who's been on the show. Helped us out early on. And then another guy. You uh, know what's so great about the community? When you said helped us out early on, that could be anybody. It could be anybody. Yeah. It could be so many people. <laughs> and then another guy that uh, literally helped us uh, go to Australia to watch a Star Wars movie. Steel Saunders and Mike Siegel, ladies yeah. and gentlemen.
got to follow Joey Mack. It's tough. Take your shirt off, Mike, and dance around. <laughs> or last, or as I like to call it, headlining. Hello. <laughs> so what movies have you seen, Mike Siegel? Uh, boy, that's a good question. Uh, boy, recently, not, uh, not too many. Been, <laughs> now, probably why I haven't been on the show yeah. for a while. <laughs> Now, but you, you still travel a lot, too. I do travel a lot. Anything but... on a plane that you've seen? I thought you were going to say, but you know what films are. Yeah. <laughs> so you've seen a moving picture yeah, like us lights flashing and people moving across. <laughs> You're aware of the format. I know, I'm blanking right now, but I, I still remember the last movie I saw uh, for you guys, for the show, which was Hellboy 3, and I still... Uh, I can see why you swore off. Yeah. I, <laughs> wow. I you still owe me two hours. You still... <laughs> that two hours, I'll never oh, get back. Oh, that was the reboot. Hellboy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, sorry. No wonder you haven't seen a movie since. Yeah. You scarred we, me. You scarred me. We chased some, some guests off. When they text me like, hey, what do you want me to see? And I'll always, I'll always tell them to go see the biggest bag of shit that's coming out that yeah. weekend. And I'll go, this, Let's... Is a, this is how we knew it was in trouble. You, you had me go see it. It's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. I get in, and neither one of you had seen it. Yeah. That was out. That's and that's when I knew some shit was up. Yeah. That's yeah. why we've been doing that for ten years. Yeah. Like pawn off this bag of shit yeah. on one of these dumb guests. They I won't know. know. If you saw it, we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a rough one. That was a yeah. rough one. Steel, how about yourself? Well, I I know it's already been brought up, but I, I saw The Irishman. Okay, but I feel like if you saw it, you should go on about it. Yeah, because it's like it was a commitment. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I need to like mark that time in my life. Like it's, do you know what I mean? It's like if I just ignored a certain like four years of my life. But I've got this theory. Where were you when you saw The Irishman? I was yeah. in several different places. <laughs> <laughs> Over several different days. But here's my, did, did anyone watch it in one shot? Okay, okay. How many kids do you have? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so I've worked out this equation because I'm like, I, I can't, like, I've got, I've got a boy, a little boy, and he's 14 months, and it's like the most important thing in the world. But if, like, someone else talks about their kids, it's like, uh, but, um, <laughs> so I don't pay that much attention, but I've worked out a way to remember how many kids they have. I say, have you seen The Irishman? And they go, yeah. I go, how many, how many like, sessions did it take? And they go, three. And I go, oh, they got three kids. <laughs> because it's divided. Like, it's like how many times it took, that's how many kids you have. <laughs> Does that fit for anyone here? No. They said no. I heard a resounding nope. <laughs> All right. Well, it fits for me. I've got... No, they're out at 10.30 on a school night. I've got a microphone and a wacky accent, so uh, <laughs> it should make sense. But it was, um, it was good. I, I, I enjoyed my two sessions. Nice. <laughs> I think we should talk about, and we have a clip of this, uh, of you helped organize uh, a midnight screening of watching uh, The Force Awakens. I, it's weird. I helped organize. I allowed you to hijack. Um, <laughs> It's so... I, this is the thing with your podcast, you guys. I don't know how this... I, I haven't really... I, 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 I talked to Chris. Uh, I was on the podcast. We got to talk like all about The Mandalorian. But I haven't seen Graham for a while. So I'm not sure like 
how the films have treated the Star Wars trilogy, the new one, the sequel trilogy has treated you. But I've I've got a fair idea because it's like very like I'm I'm a fan, but it's it's very diverse. Like you know what the reactions. The first one comes out, you fly to the future in Australia to see it. That's pretty good. The third one comes out, we finished the podcast a week before. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Mm. The week before? Yeah, I know. We, when we, you sent me the date, I was like, this is a fucking snub. You are <laughs> snubbing my lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, I, we we didn't really plan that out. So I, yeah. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot because you're gonna go see it, and you know what? Gonna you're gonna have to do afterwards a fucking conversation. I know. I Untaped. <laughs> it's fucking done. You know what you're gonna have to do? Remember it. Suck shit. I'll be sitting pretty with my Zoom recording everything. I think I'm going to have to call you up. Um, so let's play this. This is Chris and I went to Australia and we are interviewed by Australian TV. This is one of the coolest things. A fan paid us money to fly to Australia. Eric to see, Cullen. Yep. To see with, uh, is he here? Eric, oh, are you here? Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he was amazing for doing it, Eric. And, and this is this, we got to do this interview with Australian TV. Now, Chris and I had literally, I think we had just flown across the world. Or something like that? Where did we... We had just flown into Australia and then we did this interview? Oh, yeah. It was, like, oh. literally the same day. Right. I, I, I have not seen this for... How many years ago was that? Four was years ago? It, yeah, four years ago. But I, I, I just remember it's, like... It, it truly is two batshit Americans that, yes. are, that, are, that have been shoved into a studio. Yeah, that's it's too. That's like exactly that's the angle was, is like yeah. Americans are out of their fucking mind. We're here to see Star Wars. Bang bang! <laughs> you guys have got to do it. All right, let's play the clip, Dex. Oh God damn it! Uh oh. But that's earbuds, the podcasting documentary. Hold on. No, that's the picture for one. Uh, it should Ooh. say Australian oh, TV. No, here we or the, go. It says the. I got it. Hold on. Something. We're something. not editing it's this out. Is this? Is this? Australian head for you. Watch out. There are fanboys about. Well, like the opening of the new Star Wars movie just hours away. They meet the American comedians who flew all the way to Australia to be among the first in the line. Find out why they've done it <laughs> right after this. It's yep. the movie event that has fanboys buzzing all over the world. In just a few hours, the seventh instalment of the Star Wars saga will open in Australian cinemas, with the film poised to break all of the box office records. There are stories about what happened. It's true. It's not just locals who are hyped up. Meet American comedians and podcasters Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini, also known as the comedy film nerds. I think I already swore once. I'm sorry, Bella and Griff. I never know when the bit's going to end. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's done. All right. <laughs> you don't even look at me. You just like listen. Like, yeah, I'm like, okay, and. Oh, right. There we go. With almost four and a half million downloads across 299 episodes, the popular podcasters knew there was only one thing to do for episode 300, and that's to fly down under to be amongst the first in the world to see The Force Awakens. 
The comedy film nerds Chris Mancini and Graeme Elwood have landed in Melbourne this morning. They join us now. Guys, nice to see you and welcome to Australia. Ah, great to be here. We wanted you to keep showing the clip. <laughs> yeah, we wanted, to, we wanted to see more movies. You'll have plenty of that tonight. You'll have plenty of that. All right, that's true. Why okay. did you guys come all the way here to see the movie? Is it just to be the first? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we It's been a, an amazing uh, journey just to get here, and we wanted to be one of the first, and we wanted to be one of the first ones to put out the podcast, and it's a it's historic event for us. Yeah, it's our 300th episode, and we end every um, every episode with Han shot first, so uh, <laughs> getting to see this movie a good, you know, 24 to 36 hours before everybody in the States is, is a big deal, and to get to talk about the movie for our fans was huge. Yeah, you beat me to the punch, Graham. I love your T-shirt. Uh, you guys have got more than 400 million downloads. In fact, you're so popular. One Slightly of your exaggerated. Stumped up for your flights down here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the beautiful thing about podcasting is the fans are great. Uh, we talked about it on the show yeah. of wanting to come down here because our, our friend Steel Saunders had set up this whole screening and doing uh, his podcast, and we were like, I don't think it's going to happen. And then a fan said. Um, if I pay for your guys' plane tickets, will you come down? Wow. And we said, yeah. And then we found out he lives in Iowa. Yeah, he wasn't even Australia. <laughs> he just wanted us to come down and he record on it for him. From him. <laughs> well, I guess he'll see your podcast, so he wants you to watch it so that he can Loyalty. find out. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So what's the plan for tonight, guys? What, what's, what are you going to do? Well, it's going to be, uh, we're going to get on a uh, bus, go to the screening uh, full of fans and uh, also other comedians, and then we're going to go to a bar next door, and we're going to record the podcast live in front of 200 people with our comedian friends from Australia, uh, Steel Saunders, and a couple other people. Yeah, so we'll, the movie will end probably, we're going to see a midnight showing, it'll yeah. end about 2.30ish in the morning, and probably starting about 3 a.m. we'll record. And then we'll probably post it to the internet around 6 a.m. Australia time, which I'll be think I'll, will be like Wednesday afternoon or something in the States. And this is after a 15-hour plane ride. <laughs> Commitment. Unreal. Totally committed. Hey, are you guys ready for Australian Star Wars fans? Has Steele and Will Anderson uh, given you a bit of a rundown on what they can be like? Uh, yes. Yeah. He yeah. just said, well, they're going to be dressed up, A. Yeah. Is that... Uh, Standard. Yeah. yeah, and it also, he said it sold out in, like, minutes, oh, the, uh, right. the show afterwards. Yeah, and I, we've done, you know, I've done some comedy shows down here, and we've had a lot of Australians come. We co-produced the Los Angeles Podcast Festival, yeah. and Australian fans are, like, another level of excited. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, that's another reason why we wanted to come here. We wanted to see how crazy the Aussies get with this Star Wars movie. Well, they probably feel more important because we're getting it first. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's so rare. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys, uh, the previous six movies have made a combined $5.5 billion at the box office. Now, just in case people aren't into it, why should we care? Why is it so important, this movie? I know. Fair Just question. Hypothetically, Fair if someone doesn't care. <laughs> I don't understand the question. Okay, yeah, I don't get yeah, it at I, all. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it It's like asking, are there people out there that don't like ice cream? Like, yeah. Like, what's yeah. going on? Who are these people? Bring them to us. We want to yeah. see them. And honestly, secretly, they love the franchise. Yeah, they love the yeah. franchise. Everybody <laughs> loves this. If they yeah. don't, they have a problem. I, I, I think I've got the answer to this next question, uh, so I'll leave you out of it, Graham. Chris, uh, yes. who are your favourite characters in Star Wars? <laughs> My favourite character has always been C-3PO, because as I saw him uh, as a kid, when I saw the first movie, I thought, you know what, here's a guy that um, never wants to 
uh, he just wants to do his job, and he's always being told what to do, getting involved in the middle of a galactic war, and as a kid, that was really relatable, always being told what to do. The guy, he's just a protocol droid, he just wants to be left alone do his protocols, and then his buddy is always getting him into some fine mess involving the Galactic Empire and secret plans. You know, just wants to translate languages. That's all he wants to do. And I'm sure we're going to cop a whole lot more of him tonight. Uh, Graham and Chris, welcome, guys. So great to have you down under. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good luck Thanks. with the show. Thank you, May guys. May the force be with you. Yeah, and also first. with you. Uh, the comedy film nerd Star Wars spoiler podcast will be online tomorrow morning, and we'll put some links up on our website so you can catch it. Wow. You know, do you remember... Hosting those episodes? Oh, I remember... Oh, um, it was a nightmare. Uh, yeah, I remember Graham throwing stuff and going, the Wi-Fi in Australia sucks. I remember it, that. You it, had to go to a specific it's, uh, place to get it loaded up, right? It's not like Graham to have a temper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't believe that story at all. Because <laughs> it wouldn't work in your apartment. I remember that. <laughs> and then uh, you had to go... But, it was, it? No, but it's not just like, oh, the Wi-Fi wouldn't work. It was... It was like 6.30 a.m. and we hadn't slept for a day. Yes. And we'd had like so much excitement. And it, like I remember just like, hey, what's that? Like asking questions. Like I was so dry. I was like, hey, what's that site that you go to for questions? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were just like, we, if you would have just walked in, you would think, oh, these guys are like, have been smoking meth or something yes. like that. Yeah. Like we were just in your apartment. I was just like, oh, it won't upload. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. I didn't even have my computer on and I didn't know yeah. it. <laughs> Who knew? And then I went to this, this podcast company or something that we knew and they had really, and I find they had really good internet and I got there and it was like. You literally had to find better Wi-Fi to yeah. get it loaded. And I think I'd. Was that at the point when we were trying to do it when I said this was a trip for a younger man? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, we're too old for this. Yeah. He literally, Chris was like, we're good. I'm too old for this yeah. shit. And, and then, but we finally did get it posed and we slept and it was, that was a cool trip. It had to so. be like 16 hours. I slept after well, that. Well, having yeah. done my fair share of morning shows, I will say, judging by the length of that clip, slow news day. <laughs> <laughs> slow. <laughs> Is that 20 minutes? Holy yeah. balls. Was... I know there's not many people in Australia, but there was a... surely there was something of importance going on. That... Nope. Nope. Yeah, no. There's some two in. yahoos who just got off a plane. Let's talk to them for... It was going to be the first interview ever on morning TV where the guests went, well, uh, that's Ooh, all the man, time we've gone a... we're, we're tapped out. We're, we're good. Yeah, I think we're done talking. Uh, yeah, you could just see. I mean, we were just fucking loopy. We were just yeah. like, yeah, yeah let's do this. Mm-hmm. I was, oh man, that was so cool. So, Steele, thank you. Um, oh, th- thank you guys. I listened, um, I was sort of, I've been going, trying to make like this recap podcast of like all the like major things that happened like through the sequel trilogy. And so I listened to the episode where I mentioned the idea and you were just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come. I was like, there's no way this dude's going to come. And uh, you guys, it was, it was incredible. Cause like I, you know, growing up, or not growing up, but like listening to podcasts in Australia, listening to your podcast, so it was like cool to like come on, like be in America and come on the podcast. It was like thrilling. And then when you were sort of like joking that you were going to come, I'm like, oh, that's that's cool of him, that he's joking he's going to come down. And then it happened and it was, I don't know, I just have got such, like it was like the the perfect event on the perfect day from the perfect week from the perfect month, like... If, if you're a Star Wars fan, 
I, I just think that December is like that's the golden age. That was and it, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty true. amazing, yeah. and it was again just another example of like the amazing power of podcasting and podcasting fans because podcasting made that all come together. It was right. being on your show, you being on our show, us talking about it, us hatching the idea. And the fans uh, helping us get there. And yeah, and funding the, the tickets. I remember Chris calling me going, hey, Graham, how much do you think it would cost to go to Australia? I was like, I don't know. The tickets are probably going to be, I don't know, a couple, like thousand. A couple two, yeah. two grand each yeah. or something. He's like, so here's a, and I, do you think we could do it for five? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, there's a fan. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I go to, or can we stay at his place in Australia? No, he lives in Iowa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was, the, the, the uh, podcasting brought that whole thing together. And then being on that TV show, which was so fun, because it was a podcast fan. It was some, fan of Will Anderson's show that heard me on Topop or something, who then worked for that ABC or whatever Australian channel that was, who reached out to me and said, oh, we, we, we heard you guys are coming. Do you want to be on the show? And we were like, absolutely. Only if we can get a 20-minute segment. <laughs> Make sure there's nothing else yeah. happening. <laughs> um, well, where can people, what, what are your shows? Where can people listen to your stuff? Mike Siegel, I know you've got Travel Tales. Yeah, the Travel Tales podcast, uh, traveltalespodcast.com, um, and Funny Mike on Twitter, and funnymike.com for comedy stuff. Steel? That's it. Uh, you can follow me at Steel Wars, S-T-E-E-L-E, Wars, if you want to follow, like, Star Wars tweets, or Steel Saunders, if you want to follow non-Star Wars tweets. And listen to the podcast Steel Wars. It's going to be a big uh, month. Like, you don't every just do week, one podcast. There's every week, Mandalorian week, stuff. Yeah, right? we're doing Mandalorian reviews that, that Chris just did. And then, yeah, we'll be um, we'll be chronicling uh, the before and after of seeing... Like, it's... Like, it's pretty crazy. Like, this is... This, these film, this film series has just been entwined in my life. It's like my first memory seeing those action figures in a toy shop. And whether it's, you know, like, it's different creators and stuff, but it is technically coming to an end this time, which is my favourite lie in all mm -hmm. history. Is, <laughs> is the last That's the best fucking lie. Keep lying to me. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's pretty big. It's, it's, it's pretty big. And uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm interested before I go. It's like the way people now, like over the 10 years, how people consume like movies and stuff, like... Like in in Star Wars, it's just like like nonstop arguing, and 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 it's sort of like politically motivated or inspired, or definitely that sort of like let's just say whatever we want to say, and if someone checks it out, you know whatever. But is is that like through all films now? Like, have you found the way people talk about films is like less fun? You know what? It's um, definitely the bigger bigger releases. For sure, like the giant franchise of Star Wars is always going to have more of that um, than, say, like the Irishman. Uh -huh. Like you know, but, but for sure, yeah, it's it's definitely gotten a little more argumentative, perhaps. <laughs> I got attacked yeah. by the pro Hellboy crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, that was you know, you know, two guys, so. <laughs> But um, yeah, thanks thanks so much for including us in in like your podcast yeah, legacy thank you. And, and, and 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 as, like especially inviting us to the the podcast festival that was like 
it was such a thrill. And I, I actually, um, thinking about it out the back, I got, I got a best friend out of it. I met my best friend, like one of my best friends. Oh. Throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call us best friends, but, you know, <laughs> all right. The night is I'm young. touched, really. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> and um, congratulations on quitting. That's awesome. <laughs> People every don't po- give enough credit to the quitters, yeah, and I you. think that's... Thank you. Yeah. It is every podcaster's dream. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. I mean, still, like, meeting you... guys you. have been part of us from, from, the, uh, from the start. Thanks and, so much. And, yeah, and from your Chris's Garage, I remember. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, you were, Mike, you were on one of the early episodes, and I've known you, Mike, for a long time uh, back in Chicago, so it's really cool to... Like, that was the cool thing that Chris and I would always talk about, is having old friends, that we, comics that we both have known mm-hmm. to bring on the show, and then meeting new comics like you, Steele, and, and uh, it's been fantastic. So, yeah. Congratulations Thanks on so 10 much, years. Guys. Thank you Thank so you. much. Mike Siegel, Steele Saunders, right. ladies and gentlemen. Cheers, guys. All right, we only have one more group left. It's the uh, it's the fans. Um, so we wanted to do a, a group of fans that um, were very active in, in uh, communicating with us about you know how the podcast influenced them to actually start their own podcast. In addition to people that have uh, contributed to Kickstarters to be on shows. And you guys were the, uh, the super fans, and the fact that we influenced you guys to start your own podcast, that's pretty cool. To, for us, that's kind of like paying it forward. We really, yeah. if we can inspire you guys to be artistic and creative and not quit your day jobs right away, <laughs> keep your feet on the ground, but your hands in the... What was that dumb thing that Casey Kasem used to know, say? Uh, when you reach to the stars. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I want to bring up to the stage, if you guys are all here, Rebecca Evans, Amy Elizabeth, Diana Rojek, and Steve, name, last name redacted, last podcast you'd want. Now you guys are all going to be lifelong friends after this, right? Like to Japan? Hopefully. So, yeah. <laughs> we well, wanted to do, like, bring some fans up here. I know many of you have started podcasts and stuff like that, but we wanted to bring fans up here because literally... You didn't just bring cookies. You brought, like, an assortment of, like, ten different cookies. That's amazing. Yeah. I used to run a bakery out of my house. Now <laughs> oh, my God. And my husband now bakes with me, and so we make Christmas cookies oh. every year. And I don't know how to make friends without food. This so. is better than Chris. <laughs> Go- <laughs> this is better than Chris Gore's pile of money. This is, this is. Yeah, there's like four different kinds of cookies. There's rum balls in there. There's uh, sweet and spicy pecans in there. So. Nice. Oh my God. Well, yeah. why don't we? And only one's the poisoned one, so it's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. I told don't care. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lock the doors. Uh, so uh, now let's talk to you, uh, Rebecca. Now you yes, uh, started your podcast, The Art, and you've been a, a super supporter for many, many years, podcast festival. And, uh, um, you know, tell us how you found the podcast first and how it inspired you to do The Art. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 
Well, I was listening to Aisha Tyler's Girl on Guy podcast, and she talked about being at the podcast festival. Right. You can you can applaud yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard her say, "Come on up to the front, you guys!" And I'm like, "Next year, I'm there because I'm going to be front row wherever she is." And I walked into the podcast festival and walked into the lab and just fell in love with the whole thing. And for years, would talk to Diana and talk to. Uh, Cheryl Jones and other people in the lab. I got interviewed by Diana in the lab, and I was like, I want to do this. One of these years, I'm going to do this. And so it really inspired me to finally get off my ass and launch the ARC podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's been a great ride since then. Awesome. The podcast we've both been on. Yeah. And uh, now, Steve, I didn't see your last name in the Twitter feed. What's your last name? Straw. Steve Steve Straw. Uh, This is called The Last Podcast You'd Want. And you just started it recently, right? Uh, next week will be my one-year episode. Wow. Congratulations. Oh, very cool. Clap it up. <laughs> I actually just recorded that episode today with Jason Weeman-Akuna. Oh. From, from the Jackass films. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. on. That's a bigger guest than we've ever got. And then next, <laughs> and then, and then next week, next week uh, I get the gentleman that introduced me to your podcast, uh, Doug Benson. Oh, oh, right on. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Mm-hmm. And that's how I found out about your podcast, uh, Doug Loves Movies with Graham, uh, and he always recommended that. And I'm a big comedy film nerd myself. Uh, my mom worked in a movie theater from the time I was 9 to 16. I've worked in four separate movie theaters through the entirety of my life. Uh, so I love talking movies, and that's essentially what my podcast is. Uh, Chris, you've been on it. Uh, yes. Graham, I'd mm-hmm. love to have you on. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's essentially movies could wo- you could watch every day, movies that take you back to your childhood, movies mm-hmm. that give you nightmares, just real good movies that you love or dislike. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And uh, Diana, you were one of the... We did... Uh, let's see. You were one of the backers for Long Ago and Far Away, and you... Um, Saw a spoiler app with Graham and I. I believe it was Popstar. Never stop. Never, never stop. Never stopping. <laughs> yes. And I remember too. I think this happened when we were actually at a film festival because you didn't come to L.A. We for were up it. in San Francisco. We were up in San Francisco, yes. and and we're like, oh, we're here for a festival, and uh, one of the fans is here. Let's let's go see a movie in between screenings and and record a podcast. It was great. We were able to do that, and it was really helpful because um, first time ever on a mic. Uh, excited as hell, listened. I sound competent, not bad. <laughs> uh, and you talked about like you know all the people that you had up there. You know you learned from them. You took you know advice from them. I remember taking a picture of your recorder. I remember going online and seeing how you titled your episodes. I'm like, well, this is how they do it. So maybe I can just kind of fake it as I go through. And uh, our podcast, it's called Happily Ever Aftermath. And it explores how movies have affected how you view romantic relationships as an adult. Holy uh, shit. Oh. (laughs) That's amazing. If you would ever like to talk about a movie. And for the record, it's not straight up rom-coms, people, all right? We have talked about Dirty Dancing. We have talked about Casper. We have talked about the porn <laughs> identity. And I didn't get the chance to get an episode out of it, but um, one people said, like, yeah, Taxi Driver. That was really something that affected me. I think a movie that I would describe my relationship dating would probably be Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Save it for air. <laughs> This is now, the end. Bow, bow, bow. I gotta go to bow, bow, bow. Just me dancing in my underwear and the, a fucking the, coked out <laughs> haze. Saigon. Oh, shit. Anyway. Now, the original or the director's cut? The director's cut. <laughs> the director's cut, where they steal the surfboards, the whole game. Yeah. 
So now, Amy, um, first of all, I want to thank you all for supporting us over the years. And all of you have given to Kickstarters. I can't appreciate it more. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's been amazing. Now, Amy, you actually bought the, um, the one that didn't fund about being on the last show. I'm so very proud to back yes. the one that failed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to believe that I was the kiss of death to them. <laughs> Not failed, delayed until next year when we do it again. But I still wanted to have you on as well because and, and, I really appreciate the support. And uh, you made cookies. This yeah. is fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, w the reason we wanted to ha do this this segment last is just the fans. Like, we really cannot, This you guys have been the most loyal fans we've ever seen. 10 years of doing this has been, like, amazing and stuff. Like, all the stuff we heard. I remember Will Anderson, when he was living in the States and was traveling around the country, he goes, Graham, every live show I did, there was always a handful of comedy film nerd fans that came out and support every single time. So it really, like... Um, That's because we have three in every city. <laughs> <laughs> strategically yeah, spread strategically out. strategically placed. Yes, as yeah. sleeper uh, cells. Yeah, we have common filter sleeper, sleeper cells, cells. In, each, uh, in each city. <laughs> um, but yeah, to, I, uh, suddenly spring into action and to show up at a comedian's show. The comedy film nerd fans, I literally have met you in Shanghai, in Australia, in Japan, in. Uh, you remember when we were shooting earbuds and we got recognized in Japan? Hey, Chris and Graham, I was, I was at LA Podfest. I'm like, we're in, in front of a Buddha statue yeah. in, uh, <laughs> in Japan. We don't get recognized in LA. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People in LA could give a shit about us. It's like there where I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. I know. We're in front of this. We're setting up the shot to interview Sanai's sister, uh, Natalie. And uh, these people, that, that was, so I can, I can just tell you. Um, as someone that's been a stand-up comic for for uh, 30 years, I started when I was six. Um, <laughs> that I uh, to to meet all of you, and that was one of the reasons of of Podfest was why don't we try to get all everybody under one roof and meet you and some you know, become friends and hang out and eat your poison cookies and <laughs> um, and it's just amazing. Like I I cannot express in words the amount of like love and support that this that this community has has built and it's and it's so um it's so amazing for me personally just doing the show having gone through various you know whatever stuff with life and um always having this podcast and always having movies to talk about and hearing you um come up and that 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 the gifts in my home, and I have all these cool like artwork and t-shirts, t-shirts, and a, a knitted palm strike hat, and a, like all this stuff that you guys. You know, I know a lot so of amazing. times they say that you know, well, we're touching audiences that we've never met, but at the same time, you guys are affecting us as well. It really is a two-way street, and it's meant the world to us over the years. Yeah, it, it has. I mean, even like you know, doing the progressive comedy tour with Ron, I'm like I. Like already, like I know how to build a community because we we did that with comedy film nerds and we did that with the podcast festival and it's um it's such an amazing thing to the the, the letters the emails we've received the you know all of that the you got me through this tough thing and that tough thing I mean just I was just in Australia and at every show there was at least one comedy film nerd fan that came up and just said hey man I just gotta I just gotta thank you you know and um 
I, I, you know, I, I just had no idea that this what that's what this was going to mean for people and for for us and for me yeah. and, and and you and everything. Lot, so. Lots happened in ten years. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's go down the road and just mention what you're working on, which podcast, and then. Uh, We'll get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Diana, tell us your podcast. What uh, where people can find it, the oh, name wait, of it. It's Happily Ever Aftermath, and you can get it on all the podcatchers. Okay. Uh, the last podcast you'd want, I drop every Thursday, and it's available on all major podcast, uh, podcast outlets. Okay. The Art Podcast, but you have to add an S on the end to find it. The Art Podcasts. It's a verb. Because someone out there has the art podcast and won't let go of it. <laughs> well, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> and Amy, I know you were just a backer. That's fine. Yeah, I don't have a podcast. <laughs> and I feel underachieving at this moment. Nah, yet. Not yeah. at yet. all. But talk, uh, talk about making cookies. cookies. There. Boom. I used to have a video game themed bakery, but I closed that when I started uh, doing web development full time. So I mostly worked for. Uh, Web development company. Now, now, wait a minute. A video game themed bakery. Name, mm. name three cakes that you've made. Um, I used to have a, it was called uh, Paco, Paco Balls, which were um, yellow cake with um, uh, chocolate chips in it. So they were, it was um, Paco Paco was uh, uh, Pac Man in Japan. And then um, Donkey Kong's Caramel Barrels, which was made by, named by a guy on Twitter. Which oh, was, my God. Uh, how the how fuck did, how did is this go out of business? How, uh, how did this go out of business, and why is this not a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because nobody in Dallas bought anything, so I, so... Yeah, Fuck no. Dallas. Make no, that I podcast. Used send, I used to send out quotes all the time. They're like, well, I can go to Kroger and get a $20 sheet cake. I'm like, yeah, but it's going to taste like fucking Kroger sheet cake. Um, I use real food, and it's going to taste like food. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I yeah. would give this another shot. <laughs> this sounds yeah. really cool. I, it's, not, it's, it's coming around again, I think, now that kind of nerd culture has come around again. If the nerds made them change the way fucking Sonic looked yeah. in a movie, <laughs> go buy a cake. It's because they were right. Yeah. His teeth were freaky, and yeah. his eyes were, were way too small. <clears throat> but yeah, it, that was what I used to do, but now I work, I work full-time for an awesome web design company called TNT Dental, and they're awesome people. So if you need SEO and website design, check out TNTDental.com. All right, thanks. Thank you so much, Give guys. it up for the fans, ladies and gentlemen. And then Chris and I will say our final goodbyes. Thank you. I met, I even met Charlene. I met her at the Whole Foods in Venice Beach. I was walking in the Whole Foods. She goes, hey, my God, I'm a man of yours. And I was like, holy, By the sh way, holy shit, you're near the meat section. Charlene, I, I got to say, there was no fan more active on social media to help me with the Kickstarter. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I mean, we have a guy, Daniel, who does it, but like you were doing more than he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. This so, is, yeah. Um, I'm exhausted. It's been a three-hour show. Oh, no, it's been ten fucking years. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's, uh, I, I'm just saying that. Uh, but, and a long show. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I'm, I'm at a loss for words as well. All I can do is just say thank you so much. This has been, meant the world to me for the last ten years. You know, we, you guys have been there for us. You've helped us through things. As